So last time we left off, um, you guys had been traveling through the underground caverns through which some evil Dwergar had been invading Icewind Dale. You made your way through them. You walked past an underground buried battlefield, the origins of which you could not ascertain. Began to loot what looks like uh, the palanquin of whatever leader or wizard was in charge of this... uh, undead force that had been buried underground and was still animated and then found your way to what looked like an underground river and the river was protected by a water elemental that uh, requested from you as per what it claimed was its tradition a sacrifice an offering for passage. Everybody had given an acceptable offering, except for Wyron, who had decided to take matters into his own hands and begin by initiating combat with his uh, newfound trusty axe, the Wrath Forged Axe. Combat ensued, victory was had, and Unfortunately, Wyron could not control the rage that the axe instilled within him. Seeing no recourse, the party paladin, Ganane, severed Wyron's arm in a flash of divine energy. And attempting to wrestle it free from the monk's now dismembered limb, he agreed take the axe up himself an alternative bearer for the weapon due to some incredibly high medicine checks and a cure wound spell we allowed Wyron's arm to be reattached and uh, any this is his uh, his main hand so any skill checks requiring its use will be at disadvantage and I think that that's where we left off So, I think everybody's in the game, except for Wyron, actually. Um, we are once again going to be missing my Senna tonight. Unfortunately, the Easter weekend will be taking its toll upon our party. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's jump in. Uh, yeah, you guys just finished murdering this water elemental. Everyone, well, no, actually, no, you didn't even kill it. It actually escaped. You crossed the river. You're on the other side now. What do you want to do? Continue to search for Duragar tracks to rescue the people. Uh, yeah, we might want to uh, get moving pretty quick here. Yeah, you good to move, Wyron? If it's to help anyone, I'll move as fast as I can. to hear. Alright, let's, uh, let's head her then. Alright, you guys carry on through these tunnels. It is, once again, unimpeded going and movement for a couple of hours. Um, who is keeping watch? Who's on point? 
probably my job as Joshua. All right, make me a perception check, sir. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Solid roll. So keeping an eye out, you guys are... You feel very confident that you're making good time. Again, your knowledge of the fact that A, they're dwarves, which means that they are innately slightly slower than you guys, and B, the reality that they are carting around several hundred people means that now that you no longer have to track them through the wilderness and see whether or not they left tracks and what got covered by the blizzard and all that nonsense, you are now capable of keeping a much faster pace of travel now that you have a direction to go on. In so doing, you guys become slightly more aware as your pace picks up that the tunnels swerve slightly left, right, left, right. They snake forwards a little bit, um, giving you an almost organic pattern to the way that they move. Moving on uh, deeper into these caverns an hour, two hours later, you are given an interruption finally to the monotony once again and this time the the tunnel itself looks like again like six individual tunnels that have been dug in very close proximity three on top and three on the bottom and one of them suddenly veers off to a sharp left and you can hear um gentle, like, not gentle, but very subtle rumbling as you carry on. Um, this, this sudden tunnel that veers off to, like, the left and downwards, looking into it with your dark vision, with your exceptional dark vision, allows you to see that there is what appears to be a slick, um, sticky substance left behind that you haven't seen in the rest of these tunnels. Maybe it's jam. Would you like to investigate the substance? I, I will take a closer look. Make a nature check for me. This is not a substance you've ever seen before. But I would say that, you know, it's not acidic. It doesn't look poisonous in any meaningful capacity. Um, it doesn't look particularly edible either. Um, and it's not water. It's thick and viscous. Guys, it's purple worm slime. We got to watch out. Okay. Yeah. Seems reasonable. What's a purple worm? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. They're, they're giant, scary, underwater, growing things that uh, that might make the tunnel we're in. But I don't think so. It's probably nothing to worry about. 
but you know we should probably be careful and and we should probably still keep following the dwarves because if we haven't found a whole bunch of dead dwarves and town folk that we're probably still uh, okay yeah all right well after you and i i shall continue following the you said this tunnel split right yeah, so imagine that you are traveling through what's effectively a three-lane highway, and one lane just veered off to the left suddenly. Yeah, so did the uh, dwarves stay on the main track, or did they go off onto the side track? Main track, definitely. The, the, the tracks continue forward. Alright, so I'll... I'll... Ah, sorry. We should probably continue to follow the dwarves, but whoever is in the rear of the party needs to make sure that whatever is in this side tunnel doesn't come ambush us from behind. Got it. I'll head to the back. Oh, uh, how big is this side tunnel? Ten feet across. Alright, well, I'll, uh... Just, uh... Concentrate on feeling sticky and, uh, cast web into that, the mouth of that there tunnel. Uh, that'll buy us an hour, at least. Make it difficult for something to come out and get us. So I just cover it all in webs across the opening. Alright, sounds good. Did we, uh... This is the same day as when Wyron lost his arm, correct? Correct, same day. All right, you, you spray webbing all over it, and you feel pretty confident that the mouth of the tunnel is now covered. And then some, probably. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think we're good for about an hour. We should probably leave if we're worried about it. All right. Okay, so you guys take off. Moving at a brisk pace further further downward, um, you see the tunnels continue, their usual shape, except for that missing portion of it that is simply left undug. It seems that whatever formation the rest of these creatures that were digging this tunnel is now being held without that other one. So at this point, it's kind of... Um, this kind of tells you a little bit about the tunnel's formation. So it looks like effectively three creatures side by side dug a tunnel one way, right? So it's about each tunnel is about 10 feet across and three of them were digging side by side. So you have a 30 foot wide tunnel and 10 feet tall. Then they got there, turn around, dug back. And so the tunnel was 30 feet across and 20 feet high. So it almost looks like a three-lane highway. Now, one of those portions has ended and is once again just rock. So the tunnel is once again is now um, like 30 feet wide across, and then 20 feet wide across the bottom. Does that make sense? Am I? Do you guys need me to draw you a, a diagram? I I think I'm fairly clear on it. Okay. Just making sure. sure. I know it can be a little hard to, to conceive. Yes. 
So, like, it, the one that turned off is no longer part of the tunnel anymore, so the tunnel is narrower. Yes. Okay. Okay, so that's kind of what the tunnel was looking like before. Right? And... <sighs> classy. And now, the tunnel <laughs> looks like this. With just five of these. Right, so this, this section here is now filled in. Okay. So there used to be 10, 20 feet tall and 30 feet wide. Now it's 30 feet wide along the top and only 20 feet wide along the bottom. So there's like a creepy high up sidewalk up there. Correct. Like up top here. Should, can, we, can we see up there from down below? Yeah, it's, it's only about 10 feet high. So like a quick jump will definitely get let you take a peek. It's not hard to climb. Given that these aren't pressing circumstances, yeah, you can definitely climb up there if you'd like to. I just don't want anything to, like, jump down on me from up there. That's all I'm thinking about. But I'm pretty happy to keep going if y'all are. I mean, uh, that's a good thought. It's good to have the high ground. Maybe we should all walk up on the top portion. Okay, that's only ten feet across, so you'll be very tightly packed. Which is fine. Just want to make sure you know what you're Yeah, I don't want things dropping down from the ceiling. It'll be easier to watch the ceiling if we're higher up. I'm going to walk up all in there. I scramble on up. Okay. It is not, uh, like I said, it's it might be dif difficult or require a skill check under normal circumstances, but you guys have time uh, to help yourselves up there quickly and easily. Without issue, you are all now walking on that um, significant, on that little ledge. Which is about, again, Two 10 cries. feet across. So you guys take off again at a brisk pace. And you can hear your own footsteps echoing a little bit in the darkness. The soil, it's not like you're walking through just solid stone. This is dirt and earth and... It, it does absorb a lot of the sound. And that almost fools your senses into believing that you're, you, you haven't been down here for over three days. Carrying on into the depths. Joshua, you start to hear what sounds like faint cackling in the distance. <laughs> All right. Um, I uh, get back, head back to the party. Let them know there's something up ahead, and uh, I'll be back momentarily. All right. I set up a telepathic communication with Josh, and then I wait. And I go to see if I can find out what's cackling. Okay. So carrying onwards, you find what appears to be. Um, uh, a, what looks like a dip 
in the cavern. So, not the cavern, I'm sorry, in the tunnel that you're going through. Um, it dips about 30 feet down. And this looks like a crevice that was already here and the tunnel sheared straight through. And in the bottom of the crevice, there appear to be several sharp-looking rocks. They look like stalagmites that had been forming for a long time. And impaled upon them are what appear to be several desiccated-looking humanoids. Some of them look like they've been there for a while. Others look um, a little more fresh, like within the last couple of weeks or so. And, um, yeah, it, you can see what look like a hastily made rope bridge is probably how the Dwergar crossed this. It, it's, it looks rickety, poor, like, not poorly made, but r r quickly made. This was a quick and dirty, let's get at him and move past this. It gotcha. looks like a. It was definitely a choke point for when they needed to cross here, and you gather it probably slowed them down significantly. All right. Uh, any sign of uh, whoever was cackling? Make a perception check for me. Twenty-eight's a solid roll. You look up, and. The, the, you can see the faintest bit of sunlight up above coming through this chasm. And the sun, for better or worse, seems to be hitting what look like several jagged chunks of ice or earth. You can't really tell. Maybe stone on the way down. And so it almost looks like you're looking out of the inside of a fanged maw. It looks like you are on the inside of the mouth of some sort of creature with sharp pointy teeth that are jagged and uneven as you look straight up. And then again, that sound <laughs> that goes down. All right. I uh, head back to the party or actually I just tell Bogan to uh, uh, what I see and for the party to come up. All right. Yeah, uh, he says we should come on up. Uh, okay. Might be an ambush. They might not have uh, decided to fight the Duragar because there's a lot of them. So we might get another fight. Oh, yeah, they're, uh, I tell them all that. Right, and start heading on up. Or down. Over. Over. It would be over. So to once again clarify, you guys were sorry once again. You guys were effectively walking forwards and there was a chasm that was already here. And the tunnel kinda cut through it. And so you guys were looking up and looking down. And the Dwargar crossed it with a bridge. So, do you guys want to cross the, this rickety wooden rope bridge one by one? 
So I propose that uh, someone agile goes across and we use our own piece of rope to steady the next person who goes across and I will stand uh, watch to see if they decide to do more than cackle at us and have a held shot that if they poke their head out and look hostile, I'm going to shoot. I like it. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Sounds good. Uh, I'm fairly agile. I'll take the first uh, pass. By, or, Byron, you're quite, quite nimble. Well, if I'm not seeing you want to take the first walk across, if you're feeling up to it. Um, yeah, I guess so. So I had Wyvern one end of my rope and prepare an action to attack if they look hostile. I'm just gonna pat you on the shoulder and take the rope from you and hand it to Tina. Thank you. <laughs> just feel like she, you're, you're already doing something and she's, uh, just far more muscular than you. I don't mean to be rude. Oh, she's a much, much better idea as the anchor point for the rope than me. Yeah. Okay. So crossing the bridge, um, Byron, you are unaware of any creature within your blind sight. You make it to the other side without issue. The, the, the swaying of the bridge, I would say, is a little discombobulating. Uh, the tunnel, the, the chasm appears to be about 15 feet across. So, um, again, just to clarify, nobody was looking down or, and which, sorry, which direction are you pointing your bow, Chris? Upwards or downwards? Um, well, the direction that I heard the cackling from, and it seemed like you were describing it as coming from above. Absolutely. Straight up. Understood. Okay. Just making sure we know what we're doing. Sounds good. Make a perception check for me to see if you spot any foes worthy of your murder. Well, I do, but I'm, I'm working with them for right now. Rude. Uh, no, you don't see anything uh, moving up there. Just the sound of cackling and laughter and yipping coming down. Okay. Who wants to cross the bridge now? Yeah, I'll take hold of the rope and uh, walk across. Okay, sounds good. Easily enough. Nothing happens. All is well. The bridge sways a little bit beneath your weight, but seems to be doing fine. Who's next? Ganane will go next, I guess. Okay. You start to cross the bridge, and I would say you're maybe quarter of the way across so it's about 20 feet across the chasm you'll see you crossed about five feet of it when you start to see some of the um the wood buckle a little bit some of the pythons that were holding the ropes on either end in place are starting to to give way a little bit and buckle beneath your weight you are wearing a full suit of plate armor you are heavy as fuck. And uh, the bridge is beginning to give beneath your weight. And I'm only like five feet out? You're only five feet out. Okay, I, I go back. Okay, you climb back off the bridge. 
there uh, any stalagmite tights or mites or whatever on the side of the bridge to tie a rope to? You gather if there had been, they would have already tried it when they made it originally. We got two people over there to uh, belay our rope. Right. I mean, if you could take off your armor, run across there, we could always just, like, pull your armor behind us at the end, but then, you know, or chuck it over. I don't know how good you are at throwing. Uh, Tina, just chuck him over like he's a dwarf. I mean, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is all great, but I don't think, uh, I mean, he's been very quiet today, but my son is not able to take his armor off, and he's also quite a heavy fellow. My son is not there. He never rejoined the party. Oh, uh, well, never mind then. Oh, he right, went he to take the refugees off. My bad, sorry. Thought he had rejoined us, but no. Alright, yeah, that'll... That seems plausible. And, like, how big is the hole again? 20 feet across. And how deep? And, uh, 20 feet down into a bunch of sharp rocks and corpses. Uh, how long have we been traveling today? I would say you guys are about four hours into today's travels. It's about halfway through a normal day's worth of travel. Um, yeah, how much does uh, Tina weigh compared to uh, Wyron? You think, does it seem like Tina being the big lady that she is will have a similar problem to Wyron? No, no, Wyron's not the issue. It's Ganon in a full Wyron, suit of plate Ganon, armor. Does, does Tina look like she weighs as much unarmored as Ganane does armored? Definitely not. Okay. Ganane's armor it weighs a significant amount. If anything, I would say almost as much as he Alright. Uh, I'm gonna go back across. And I'm just gonna... Uh, we're just gonna fly you across, bud. That seems easiest. Uh, okay, oh. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Um, You're going to go across, back across? Yeah, I'm going to walk back across. Okay, hold on. Okay, you get about halfway across, and you can see that the already weakened pitons, pitons are starting to give. Alright, well, I uh, hold on to the rope we got and uh, try and use it to lift as much of my weight off of the bridge as I can, and uh, continue going. Make an acrobatics check for me. Acrobatics. Ten. Alright. You make it across the bridge, no issue. But you can start to see that the pythons are definitely ready to give. Like, this thing was not built to carry the kind of weight that, um... <laughs> the kind of weight that Ganon represents, and it's weakened and significant. Alright. Uh, can we hammer the pittance back in? You can try. Yeah, uh, I'll hammer the ones on my side. I'll call out to Wyron to hammer the ones on his side. and Just trying to fix them a bit more sturdily. Okay. What do you guys have? Do you have a hammer with you? Does anybody have climbing tools? Of course they do. Quick morning star. <laughs> you gather that'll do more damage to the morning star than uh, help. <laughs> uh... 
I pull out my my equipment for this exact purpose. Okay, you're on the other side of the bridge, though. No, he didn't cross. Yes, he did. Didn't you? You were one of the first to cross, weren't you? No, I'm standing on this side, um, ready to shoot something. Gotcha. Yeah, Tina's being the anchor, and we sent Wyrn across first. Understood, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry. I have a plan. You were originally going to cross first, but then you decided to stay behind and keep Overwatch. I understand. I have a plan. Um, we lower you down, you cross, avoiding the spikes, and you're not falling on them, and then we pull you up. Yeah, that'll work. So I, I, I set you up with my climber's harness and the, the gear. Okay. Doing a climb. Okay, make an athletics check for me. Doing a bad climb. That's a seven. Okay, so you make it about like. 10, 15 feet when you lose your grip on this incredibly icy stone because once again this is open to the above world so there is snow and sleet and ice built up down here and it's slippery and slick and you lose your grip and immediately drop and are winded very harshly when you reach that full 25 foot mark Um, and you just feel like your guts lurch when the harness finally catches you. You're five feet from the bottom. Okay. And like, you're, you're kind of like starfishing and those spikes are like poking up like a foot away. Like you could reach out and touch them if you had. Feeling mildly uncomfortable down here. <laughs> he says he's good. Lower him down. Okay. You take five points of bludgeoning damage from the last little drop. Um, but you're you're okay. <laughs> You've avoided being impaled upon these incredibly sharp spikes. And now that you're down there, they're like, they're dense, but they're not so dense that you can't walk past them. But I will say that now that you're down here taking a better look, you see that several of them, uh, they look humanoid, but their faces appear... Um, distended and elongated and they they look specifically canid almost dog-like make a nature check yeah you you don't you've never really kind of run across this sort of creature before but they look like some sort of humanoid dog hybrid that's what that dirty one will tell you (laughs) yeah yeah. Um, and as you're walking, you're like fumbling past what look like scraps of garbage, discarded uh, bones, broken and with the marrow licked out. There's a couple of pieces of equipment scattered around. Uh, you bump into a flail that looks suspiciously similar to the one that the berserkers had been using earlier when you guys fought them a couple of days ago. 
Like, looks like it's made of Shardolin. That's right. Okay. Um. Is there anything else of note down here, or? Make an investigation check. You find, um, one moment, I don't remember what it's called. You also find what looks like, um, another, uh, Shardolin Javelin. And again, I say Javelin, but it looks like somebody took a stick and attached a chunk of Shardolin to the end of it. It's not sophisticated or particularly well made. Okay. Noted. That's okay. the stuff that like made everybody go crazy and that Josh really wants, but we can deal with it later. Correct. You doing okay there, Domain? Uh, yeah, it was really a it. lot of fr frozen people that look like dogs down here. Oh yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> Make an agent check for me, uh, Bogan. Not 20. You've run into these creatures before. In fact, you're pretty sure you know exactly where you are relative to the outside world. These are gnolls. And there's one place in Icewind Dale where there are gnolls. Let me quickly take you to the map and I'll let you know where that is. It is an infamous location known as the Cackling Chasm. Oh, hey. I know where we are. Oh, we're in the cackling chasm there. Uh, how about that? Yeah, them's gnolls. Uh, I wanna watch out. They're, uh, kinda angry dog folk. Okay. They have some of the same weapons that the berserkers had. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Well, it's not too surprising there. Kinda similar in a lot of ways, it seems. Anyway, can we get me out of this hole? Alright, so you walk across. You make it to the far side of the chasm. Everybody else? How are you getting back across? The, the, the st so you're trying to use your tools to reinforce the bridge? Yeah, I have a stash of pitons and a hammer as well as the climbing kit. Okay. Um, you gather that you're probably going to... How do I put this? It's going to take a little bit of time. You're going to be thorough about it. But again, that's kind of the main issue here is time is being lost in doing so. Um, make an investigation check for me. Let's see how good you feel. How well you feel you've reinforced this. Uh, how, how long has this taken him? Uh, around about. Um, I would say between setting up the climbing gear so that Ganyan could climb down and then reinforcing the side of the bridge and then needing to have Wyron reinforce the other side of the bridge, which is itself difficult because he's blind and incapable of seeing what he's physically doing. I would say that you're looking at like a solid hour of work 
among yeah, all well, of them. Yeah, five minutes in, I'm just gonna turn to Tina and be like, J I just wish you could just carry us all across, and I'm gonna cast Fly on her. <laughs> you have mighty powerful wishes, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so about you. five minutes in, the Fly spell is cast, and you guys begin to cross the chasm. Having successfully done so, the whole time that you are here, you still you hear this intermittent <laughs> cackling coming down from the chasm, echoing ominous. Yeah, knowing what I know, is that just like they've got a camp up at the top of that chasm? Yeah, it's um, they've kind of set up camp in the area. They they are. They occasionally wander closer to the town. They, generally speaking, prey on travelers, and they're, they're scavengers. They're not exactly a force to be reckoned with, but they are a nuisance. And I would say with that nat 20 that you rolled for your nature check, you also have heard um, rumors about this chasm in particular that they are not from around here originally. They came here within the last two years, and they were, considering the context of where Icewind Dale is and what's been happening lately, you gather that they came here expecting that never-ending summer of plenty and wonder and got here just as the winter started. And so there's a lot, they're, they're very, very poorly off as a result. They got here just as the internal winter began give or take. That's when people started seeing them in the area. So they got like a little taste of that summer and then it's never come back again. Right, yeah. So if we see any of them, we'll want to be careful because uh, ain't nothing more dangerous than a starving predator. Correct. Except for a mama. Mama predators are even worse. I glance at Tina. She's carrying me like a baby over the chasm. <laughs> She is blushing on the inside. And on the outside. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> so you guys cross the chasm, make it to the other side, and start to carry onwards. Um, as you do so, Joshua, make a perception check. Okay. All seems to be well. We carry on. You guys start to head down these caverns and weaving your way through them once again. It is long going, slow going, boring as fuck. It's almost a relief when you hear the sound of what sound like footsteps coming from the other direction. Coming towards you. And by the other direction, you mean further down the tunnel? Yeah, they're coming towards you from the direction okay. you're going. Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna cast False Life on myself. As I hear these folks coming. Um... It sounds like only one person. 
I'm a hide. Okay, there's... Uh, you guys are on the upper lip, right? Same place you left off? Yeah. Uh, okay. Understood. understood. Make a stealth check for me, Josh. That is a 23. Okay, give me just a moment. Twenty-three, solid. What do you guys want to do about this uh, fella coming towards us? Anybody feel like being a talkie type folk? Depends what sort of folk it is. If it's one of the captured folks, absolutely. Yeah, I just reckon we ought to put our best foot forward. So I was wondering who wanted to take point on diplomacy and whatnot and so on and so forth. Um I I can Worst case scenario, they like go to hit whoever's talking first, I, I can take the hit. Well best call out to them, don't want them thinking we're trying to sneak up on them or some such. I mean, Josh definitely okay. is, but hopefully we'll find out. What, Josh? Him. Where's Josh? You don't even know where Josh is. Yeah, that's how I know he's trying to sneak up on folks, because he up and disappeared again. Okay, so is everybody else up on the like, little ledge? Yes. Um. Mhm. Mm How close do the footsteps sound? About five minutes away. Oh gosh, she's way far away. I mean, we got torches out, right, to see and whatnot. So I reckon we can just walk up onto them. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm, up onto him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm on guard, but not like super trying to look intimidating. Okay. So, just in case it's not somebody trying to kill us. Understood. Okay, so you guys carry forwards. And come on, when's the last time you ever took me anywhere nice? They're always trying to kill us. I have hopes. It's crazy how Joshua just breaks his stealth all the time just to give out one-liners. We don't know where they're coming from. They're just <laughs> echoing in the cavern ominously, like the cackling of the hyenas. <laughs> I think I think that last one was above us. He is really good. Okay. So you guys see what appears to be a dwarf in tattered, ruined rags with a big, uh, ratty, poorly kept beard um, sprinting 
as fast as he can down this tunnel. He looks exhausted. He looks harrowed. He looks just utterly miserable. And then the moment he sees your torchlight as he like kind of rounds the curve, he skids to a halt. His feet slip out from underneath him. He falls flat on his back, covering his eyes in pain. Oi! Whoa! That'd be so bright! Who are your folks being? Um, this uh... Hi! Are you gonna try and kill us? <laughs> they appear to be unarmed. Okay. But like that make, makes Wyron any less dangerous, for example. Uh, it's real suspicious yeah. they didn't answer. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I'm giving you information. Hold on. No, oh, yeah. So they appear yeah, to be unarmed. Question. They appear to be unarmed. And um, again, like I said, just utterly filthy. And wearing uh, the tattered remnants of uh, winter clothes. And their, their, uh, their hand is still firmly over their eyes. And they're squinting as hard as they can. And go... No, not planning on it anytime soon. Uh, okay. Depends. You planning on killing me? I didn't get away from those fucks just to get taken hostage by you shits. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we're not taking hostages currently. Uh. Currently? That hardly inspires confidence. <laughs> just rubbing his eyes with, like, his thumb and forefinger. Look, if you're gonna do it, just fucking get it over with already. No, no, we're here to come and save the people who were taken from Terminal Inn in Lonelywood. Right? Well, you're doing a shit job of it! Uh, where are you from there, fella? From Lonelywood? I'm a, I'm a lumberjack. I cut trees with me axe. What were you running from? Uh, is anyone following you? No, I don't think so. I slipped away. How long ago? Don't know. It's hard to tell down here. Ah, oh, kind of sits there, and you think he's like, you see him like doing mental math. Oh, about maybe a day ago. I slept once since. You got any food? You need food, I guess, as well. I but sure shit ain't gonna food. say no to food. Yeah. I'll well, walk over him. I bring the torch with me. Uh, just checking his complexion to see if he's a regular dwarf or a gorger dwarf. Make an investigation check. That'll be a 14. He looks like a normal dwarf. Alright, yeah. Uh... Hand him over a couple of rations. Uh, yeah, we're uh, still heading on down, seeing if we can help out them other folk. Uh, you feel free to come with us, or uh, you can go on back that way. If you do go back that way, be careful of the bridge. It's uh, ain't as well secured as it once was. And then also the river, because there's that water elemental, and we gave him the thrashing, but it might come back. And 
Well, the just, knolls. you know, it's Don't a dangerous the place. Oh, yeah, there's the knolls along with that bridge again, so, you know. And uh, then the returning berserkers, because we didn't get all of them, right? Oh, yeah, there's some berserkers out at the front, probably. Come back. You can kind of see him visibly <laughs> deflate as you list problems. And he, you, you can kind of... He just kind of goes, oh... Oh, or you can come with us, and I mean, we won't make you fight or nothing, and if we end up dying, then you can just take our supplies and have a same or better chance of running out all you lose is time. Uh, so that's what I'd recommend for you, but of course, it's your own free choice. Yeah, right. No, that that checks out. That makes sense. Yeah, right. I'll come with you. That Don't my, don't fancy my chances at uh, running past some berserkers. Yeah. Uh, Those fucks were pretty uh, fucking angry looking. Yeah, um, I'm Bogan. Uh, nice to meet you. I had bring my hand out for a handshake. Yeah, yeah. Pleasure to meet you. Gives you gives your hand a firm shake. Usually, this is where somebody tells you their name. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Just yeah, not sorry. Very disoriented. Yeah. Um. Fuck y'all are tall. Oh, that torch is so bright. Kind of runs his fingers over his eyes again. Sorry, it's been in the fucking pitch dark for so long. Um, yeah. My name's Jeremiah. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hi, Jeremiah. I'm Joshua. Nice what the fuck? Who said that? And he jumps up and immediately starts looking around. Do fists up. I'll, I'll stand up. Hey. When the fuck did you get there? I want to do an insight check on this fella. Something about his story's not quite sitting right with me. Alright, make an insight check for me. That'll be a natural one. Checks out! Oh gosh, you just seem like the nicest fella. Oh, thank you. I do try. Try my absolute best. Right, so, uh... Right, yeah, uh, we're gonna... Continue on if you're feeling up to it. I don't know how long you've been running. Uh, we're almost but... near the end of our day, I expect, but we're gonna go a bit further. You're right. I, I think I can, I can keep up with you for sure. Just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. I think I can manage. You got any more of them rations? Is that is that mole? I haven't had that since I was a wee lad. So, oh mole, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, fantastic! He he seems uh genuinely pleased. He eats the mole. He's mole the mole the the cooked jerkied mole meat that you had prepared a few days back. Yeah, you uh, haven't had it since you were a kid, eh? So, oh, yeah. Common, common thing to eat around Lonelywood? Oh, no, I didn't grow up in Lonelywood. I was uh, with my family. We, uh, we, we lived underground. And when I was about, kind of sits there, oh, about around 100, 120, you know that age where you, you get the hankering for the wanderings. I left home and uh, made my way to Lonelywood eventually figure my big burly frame and he kind of like flexes at you uh his his muscles and goes ah oh, yes see my big burly muscles uh, oh, yeah you, you ever you ever been by uh, uh West Haven there West Haven yeah you spend much time in West Haven kind of stops and thinks for a second West Haven I don't think there's a... That's not an Icewind Dale. There's no town in... Ten towns called the West Haven, is there? Oh, sure. I'm thinking of East Haven. My bad. 
Oh, I, I know. Don't think I ever went down there. All right, just curious. Uh, have a cousin up that way. Just wondering if you knew. Oh, uh, let's uh, go. No, sorry. Just kind of made my way straight to Lonelywood and uh, started working there. Figure I save up enough money. Uh, well, I was figuring I'd save up enough money to, uh, you know, go home and make a name for myself. Maybe, maybe start some sort of smithy. You know, start a real business and uh, make a name for myself. What name are you gonna pick? Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to go wrong with the one you were given at birth, so I just, I'm probably just stick with the name I've got. You see, the way it works is the more people know you, they, the more people know your name. So it's called having a reputation. That's kind of what making a name for yourself means. It means that folk know who you are, so they know you're... You're joking, weren't you? <laughs> I want uh, insight check on Tina to see if she was joking. <laughs> go for it. Uh, dirty 20. You 100% know that Tina thinks that she is hilarious and is definitely joking, but... <laughs> Not laughing. <laughs> You're fucking with me. Right. Uh. Right. Let's get going, shall we? Let's shall. Oh, very good. And he's kinda trotting along with you guys. Kinda middle of the pack. Checking you guys out because you're like the first new thing he's seen the whole time. Goes to Bogan. Kinda walks up next to him. So. What brings you down here? You don't seem like the sort to, to go trumping around underground. Uh, well, yep, not, uh, not usually the sort to do such things, but, you know, uh, uh, Termling got hit pretty hard, and, and those folks from Lonelywood, and I just couldn't, uh, didn't think I could just leave them to that kind of fate. Uh, seems too, too cruel thing to do, you know? Uh, yeah. I think I have a decent shot at helping out, and so I figured I would. It's good of you. It's good of you. I'm... The world needs more people like you. Selfless, willing to do what it takes to do the right thing. Oh, thank you. You're, you're darn welcome. So what, uh... What's your battle plan here, guys? I mean... There's a lot of them. Like, almost a hundred, I think I counted. And they got hostages? What y'all think you're gonna do? I hadn't really, uh, I mean, I've given it some thought, but, uh, what my thinking was that, uh, not much of a point in creating too much of a battle plan before we know, uh, what we're dealing with. Uh, get a look at their campsite, or if they, if we only catch up to them in one of their towns, then take a look at their town site and see what options prevent present themselves, you know? Uh, I don't really know. Um, like I said, I feel like we need to get a look at them. Aye, aye. No, that's fair. No no point over-preparing if you don't know what you're preparing for, right? Just makes you nervous. Yeah, that's uh, that's my thinking on it. Uh, that's probably good thinking, eh? You're, you're the leader of this group, then? Seem to be the cleverest one of the bunch. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, Josh there is pretty clever, and... Uh, No, I don't think I'm... No, not me, uh, Tina's pretty 
pretty assertive and knows what's what. And... She's fucking big! Yeah, she's... that's another point in her favor, yep. Is she fucking big? What's her deal? She just hits shit real hard. So it looks like really, that fucking mace really looks hard. really... Yeah! Yeah! Where the fuck did that come from? Stop sneaking up on me! Oh! Nah, you get used to it. Oh, he, like, mutters a curse under his breath. Joy, Judge. Right, right. I'm not even trying to hide, I just that I forgot the, the hood on my cloak up, so I keep fading into the background. <laughs> exactly. He's, like, looking over his shoulder every couple of seconds to see you st Fuck. Alright, so he's sneaky as shit. She hits real hard. Looks at Wyron. What's his deal? He seems kind of bummed out. Yeah, you know, I don't feel like, uh... Right now is the best time. It's, ah, yeah, don't worry I'm, about I'm, him. I don't feel he's like harmless. I, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no. I, I just—he's feeling kind of bummed out, and I don't really feel like we should be talking about him. Like he ain't right there, you know. Uh, he's got pretty good hearing. Uh, you know, Speaking of which, how much can? How much of this can wire in here? Oh, it's right next to you. Absolutely, you can hear oh, the whole. Oh, perfect. Take a wild guess. Oh, okay. And, uh... uh... Yeah, so I just figure, uh, you know, if you if you want to ask him questions, you feel free, but he might not want to talk to you, so... Oh, yeah. Had had a hard day. Oh, I'd be happy to hear about it when we make comp. Looks over to, uh... To Ganon. Not gonna lie, that dude's giving me the creeps. Why has he got an axe made of children's skulls? Like, th those are baby skulls right there, or maybe halflings? Yeah, well, uh, you know, uh... Like, that's a lot of fucking baby skulls. He didn't make that fucking thing, right? No, he Because that's fucked I up. Think I'm pretty sure, and, like, the ex told me that it's, uh... They, they ain't real baby skulls. It's just, uh, it's just made that way. Oh. Just, like, they're, they're bronze or iron or something. Oh. You're right, that makes way more sense. Aye, okay, good to know, good to know. Of course, they could just be baby skulls dipped in bronze or iron. That it's would probably be just bronze or iron. It's probably totally. It's bronze it's definitely you're right, right. It's right. I mean, you're <laughs> you're gonna be a smith with that work. Could you just dip baby skulls in bronze or iron and, and make them into a? Oh, uh, would that if you t uh, you know what? I don't I don't uh you know t if mm, like, you if, probably if could. You can't I mean, do it. Tell me that. But if you can do it, don't tell me. Just, no, but then if you don't tell me, I'll know. No, no, I, I think it's definitely. Just don't tell me. It's fine. No, just don't. <laughs> you Not definitely anyway. could. You definitely could. Don't have any structural integrity. Yeah, it'll just and eventually it'll be hollow, right? Because there's just there's bone inside. Yeah, definitely. You could. You could. You could do it. No, oh, shucks. I I wouldn't recommend it. It'd probably. I mean, that thing looks pretty sturdy, right? He swing it once. Uh, him? No. It has been swung. Oh, okay. Did it did it bend or like... Because, I mean, then the bronze would be real thin if it was just around a skull, right? Right, yeah. That yeah, that's sense. more decorative than anything practical. Yeah, it'd have to be magical to... But... Anyway. I mean, is it enchanted? It looks pretty... Pretty impressive looking. Yeah, a little bit, I think. 
Oh, fair enough. I'm really worried it's baby's calls. Oh, me too. Not gonna lie, I'm probably gonna sleep as far away from him as I can. That's fucked up. <laughs> and yes, this is definitely completely within earshot of you, Kenny. <laughs> it's like how suddenly Ganane has become the creepy, scary one. Uh, I'm gonna uh, walk over, just like sidle up to Ganane. Uh, just fall back to where he is or whatever and uh, just speak a little quietly because I don't really want this uh, this guy to hear uh, just be like yeah um, so uh, you know uh, we were talking about that axe got me got me a thinking uh, you might want to because uh, I feel like Wyron was a little um, taken off guard by it, so you might want to have a bit of a chat with it and come to an agreement of some sort, just a thought. Uh, but I'll leave you to what you think's best. Okay. I, I, just uh, I don't... I, I don't know if I'm ready to talk to the axe, but I will give it a try. Yeah, I was just thinking, just because it's a... Uh, seems to be sentient uh seems to have thoughts and ideas of its own and that if you could come to an agreement it might be more agreeable than just doing whatever when the fighting breaks out you know uh, it's just my thought on the matter but you do whatever you think is right it's uh it's your responsibility i won't tell you how to handle it just thought oh. thought i'd want to want to put in your ear okay also what's up with the Dwarf guy, like I'm getting a weird vibe. Yeah, he thinks your axe is made of baby skulls, and uh, gotta say, I think it might be true. And he's kind of just associated the axe with you, and he's uh, thinks you're the type of fellow to want an axe made of baby skulls. Is mostly what I'm gathering. Great, great, love that, love that. Yeah, it's not the best. We should probably make a wrap or a sheath for that thing, or yeah. Anyway problem for another time and perhaps we could we continue any discussions uh, as we walk you guys have been walking this whole time i imagine yeah, yeah, that this has been fell yeah. back to him and i'm walking with him and all right stop the group I'll, I'll i'll see what happens like with the axe i'm not gonna just like use it willy-nilly i think hopefully Yeah. I, I take my place where I was walking before and just make small talk with Jeremiah, right? That was. His... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's me. I'm Jeremiah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, hard, bad with names. Uh, that's all right. Comes with time. I don't think. You're Bogan. Yeah. Uh, kind of looks around. Tina. Josh. Ginan. Gin. Gan. Baby Skullman. Baby Skullman? No. Ganane. <laughs> Definitely Ganane. And that's Wyvern. Uh, Wyvern. Wyvern. Ran. Like like a ran? Wyvran? Yeah. Like it's like why run, but uh, in the past tense. Why run when you can hide? Hey? Hey? Good. That's very clever. Uh. <laughs> Got him. 
Yes. Uh, no. Wyren, I got it. I got you know, it. I, I appreciate your effort, but it, you're not... You're kind of new, and I feel like you making jokes at expense feels a little uh, hostile, and I don't know if people... Like, it's, it's oh, too soon. You're right, not that oh, level yet. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah, just, no worries. Especially Wyren, because okay. he's just had a real hard day, so just... All right, yeah, no worries. Actually, eggshells around him, kind of, you know? Okay, yeah, for sure. I'll be very careful. And then he immediately makes a beeline for Wyvern. Hey, how you doing there, fella? He's kind of walking next to you. Is there a reason why you're asking so many questions? Look, man, I've been alone for a fucking day. I just escaped potential slavery, and you're the first fucks I ran into. Yeah, I'm a little bit paranoid. Don't want to get, you know, out of the skillet and into the fire. Fair, but what makes you think that we're just going to believe that you just snuck out of this whole group of what you said, a hundred of the Durgar? Doesn't yeah. seem very believable to me. I mean, you're telling me that a hundred people could take care of two to three hundred slaves and not lose any. It's a lot of micromanagement. Fuckers need to sleep sometime, that's when I got the fuck out of there. Fine. But I'm keeping an eye on you. I kind of squints and looks at you a little more closely. I know what I said. <laughs> right, right, sorry, not there yet, not there yet. I I'm, I'm so sorry. And kind of walks away. <laughs> Before you go. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Do you know exactly what their plan is with the slaves or where the people of the towns? Do you know exactly where they're bringing them or what their real purpose is if it's not just as slaves? Not particularly. They're they're not really telling us much aside from Oi, your property, or the Sunblight Empire now and Jubby making me crazy and speaking in real funky voices. But yeah, not nothing much else there. They're just being all brutish and mean. You can go back to Bogan now. I... Th thank you? Alright. Jot's over. Box next to Bogan, right? Boy, he's in a fucking mood, ain't he? Uh, yep. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Tell me where you're from, Bogan. Uh, Dugan's Hole. Dugan's Hole! I, I, I've heard, uh... I've heard... Not much, actually, about Dugan's Hole. And, uh, I mean, we don't have to roleplay it all out. He's just going to keep making conversation as he walks next to you. Um, it's a little hard for him to keep pace. You guys do move faster than he does because he is a dwarf. And um, But, you know, he's trying his best to keep up with you. Yeah, probably about an hour after. I suddenly start walking slow, a little bit faster to make him out of breath. <laughs> so he can't talk so much. Just get tired of talking to him. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he does. He does start to run out of breath as he struggles to keep up with you. 
Hey, <laughs> yo, you guys are keeping a brisk pace. <laughs> yeah, y'all, uh, y'all, y'all got real long legs. Uh, yeah, we gotta get those, uh, those folks. Yeah, uh, can't slow down. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what kind of dwarf does he look like? A normal, I guess. Well, for one, you don't know. Um, you cannot <laughs> see what he looks like. Um, you know, you are aware of him as a creature, but you're in like vague physical things like his stride, his uh, relative distance from you, his, I would say even like his height and like the vague actions that he's taking. But yeah, you can't really tell. Um, from the description I gave earlier, he does look like just an ordinary uh, hill or mountain dwarf. I would say hill dwarf specifically. Let me double check the, if there's any meaningful difference. He is dwarf shaped. <laughs> yes. AKA a brick. You've seen through it. He's a short, stocky human. Yeah, hill dwarf. He's a hill dwarf. Uh, yeah, so assuming we don't, uh, uh, run into anything more before we decide to set up camp, uh, I would mm -hmm. grill him on, like, how often are they stopping, um, how did he get away, what specifically did he do, and just things of that nature, just to get an idea for, like, how, where the prisoners are kept, how they keep them on watch, do they have rotating watches, is there any time when they're a bit more lax, things like that. Right. So, it sounds like, effectively what he tells you is, he got away at night when they were changing guards. Um, he's a little suspicious that they let him get away, because things down here are more dangerous than they are. So he's kind of got that, like, you run away at your own peril kind of deal. And considering all the dangers you just told him about... He's inclined to think that maybe that is exactly what happened, and he just got real lucky running into you guys first. Um, they don't really stop marching until they get to that, like, morning, night, morning, night, morning, night. They don't really stop in the middle of it. They're 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 setting a pretty a pretty brisk pace. Um, as far as the guards are concerned, he does tell you that they they seem to be keeping uh, a, a fairly relatively minor group of individuals at the front and the bulk of them are in the back. And uh, numbers wise, they say a hundred before? Yeah, there are about a hundred Dwergar uh, and about two to three hundred prisoners that are being <clears throat> shepherded around. Okay. Harder to get a head count on that many people than it was the Dwergar. Yeah, yeah. So how many roughly would he say were at the front? Majority's at the back, so how many? Yeah, you're looking at like... 80-20 split, or...? More like a 30-70 split. Okay.
Any other questions anybody has for this fella? Uh, or any brainstorming you want to do if we catch up to these folks? Uh, I mean, I said we didn't want to create too much of a plan, but we got a little bit of idea on their numbers now. And uh, When they camp, do they stay keep that split, or do they uh, even out, or...? Uh, no, they generally speaking camp together, but people are treated more like cattle than in They're not really given uh, much opportunity to do anything else. Right, but do they keep the, uh, like, 70 behind, 30 in front, or...? Oh, yes, yes, they do. Okay. Uh, get a, get a look at their leader at all? They have a leader. What's their command structure like? He kind of pauses and, and thinks pretty hard, and um, he he thinks long and hard about, it and eventually decides to say, "I don't know specifics. I'm not." They don't, they don't exactly point at each other and go, Hey buddy, there's our king shit. Right? But there was one guy that, they, that seemed uh, pretty important. Actually, I would say it kind of pauses in things. There were like two or three of them. One of them I ain't so sure about. He had... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He was all hooded up and mysterious looking. Kind of heavily magicked. There was uh, a real spooky type. It's how we got so many folk crossed that there chasm. He, uh, more that y'all probably crossed there. He he, he made uh, a temporary bit of stone across it. It was very impressive, very impressive work. And then he made it go away again when we, we, we finished crossing. Um, there was another fella. The, um, he looked kind of stops and thinks for a second, like racking his memory. He had, uh, it's not so much that he looked important. I mean, he's a big stocky fella as for a dwarf, but he had a, what looked like, um, a banner. Real fucked up looking. It had the head of, I think, uh, kind of stops. He's like, I... Not sure, but I think it's called a mind flayer. And he had the thing fucking like the head impaled on a pole, and then each one of its face tentacles like stretched out. It looked real fucking gross. Uh, and he had like a banner hanging from it uh, on the end of this pole, and he marching out front. And then uh, there was one guy. I, I reckon if anyone were in charge, it'd be him, but I'm, no, I'm not a military type, I don't know. He's, uh, he's big for even a dwarf, and his armor be covered in big, heavy spikes, you know? The kind of thing where you're like, you're even scared to pat the guy on the back. Not that I fucking tried, let me tell you. They beat us just for looking at him funny. And, anyway, he be riding on the back of a critter. He, it looked like kind of pauses and he's like I don't I don't ever seen anything like it but it looked like a flaming flaming ram if you know if you can what I'm saying it, it looked like a big goat except 
Its hooves be flaming, and its fur be black, and its eyes like coals and embers, and it had big curling horns, and uh, he dressed it all up in armor, looked real scurry. Hmm. Yeah. As long as it didn't look like a giant bull with glowing eyes, because I don't like those. A bull? No, no, no. Definitely like a ram. A very angry looking ram. And it like he never he doesn't even wear like a saddle to ride this thing. He doesn't like have stirrups and like he doesn't even move and this thing like goes where he wants it to. It's fucking creepy. Look, I'm just saying. I'm trying to scare you guys off, but that's a hell of a fucking fight. Don't know if y'all are up for it. Oh, we'll keep that in mind. Um, what they feed you, fellas? Not much. Uh, scraps of mushrooms. They they be handing us off like uh, chunks of like it's real chewy. It's real real gross. Horrible texture. Right. And what were they eating? Kind of pauses. Tries his best to remember. Ah, uh, they didn't really share their rations with us. Looked like some sort of like granola, except instead of. There being berries and junk in there. It looked like they had like dried pieces of jerky and mushroom. Alright. <laughs> so what I'm thinking, uh is uh wouldn't be a bad idea. Josh, you're a real sneaky fella. You think you could uh if I made you invisible you could go and find their food stores and poison them. It seems like the prisoners eat different from what they eat. Uh that might help thin out the numbers, cause some confusion, uh slow them down, all sorts of good things. Uh, might be a way to try and get some advantage. Well, um, I I do know a little bit about uh, that. Yes. Yeah. Are any, uh, any of them mushrooms we've seen as we walk by? Any of them poisonous? No. Have no. You you've mushrooms? seen? Yeah. No. Definitely not. The these tunnels are very new, and like little to no life has made its way. Um. Make a nature check for me, Joshua. That's good enough. You know the dwarves are notoriously resistant to poison. Oh yeah, you can't you can't poison dwarves. Like it's it's literally impossible. Not impossible. Just very difficult. No, no, no. that's still what I told Bogan. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else ideas for how to how to gain advantage against pretty overwhelming force? Well, um, uh, we would have to do some sort of guerrilla action. So, if we can, like, say, destroy their food or uh, assassinate leadership. Yeah. Uh, the other thought uh, I had is uh, if we could somehow. Uh, rig this tunnel to collapse. Uh, we'd only have to delay him a little bit, get the other folks to make a break for it down the tunnel, and we could uh, trap most of them on the other side of the cave-in. Uh, but with 70 out of them in the back, that seems pretty difficult to get 200 odd lonely wood and tourmaline folk out behind them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, uh, just spitballing here. Anybody else wants to join in, be appreciated. 
I'll be honest. I don't. I really have no idea what we can do against a, a, a hundred fighters directly. Like, all we may be able to do is watch them disappear into the Sunless Empire's city when they get there. So what I was going to do is, once we caught up, see if there was any opportunities that, that arose, right? All right. Well, we could send Jeremiah back into the camp to tell the other folks that help is coming and have a signal and, you know, on our signal they could just murder their way out of there. I don't know if that's a realistic option for y'all. We've got a couple of... Yeah, I don't... Well, I mean, when they attacked Termalin, like, if, if these folks could have defended themselves, I reckon they would have. They had uh, their town guard and whatnot with them, and they got pretty soundly trounced, so I don't think a bunch of unarmed civilians are going to fare much better. Jeremiah kind of nods his head along, going, oh, he wouldn't stand a fucking trounce. No, I don't think we should send Jeremiah back in. That doesn't seem fair to that fella. Unless you're willing, but... No, no, definitely not. Please don't do that. That would be fucking awful. Yeah, we ain't gonna make you do nothing you don't want to do, but... Yeah. Well, maybe we'll just, you know... Delay him. Whittle him down little by little as we can, or... Because uh... if we can get them to, like, funnel into the tunnel, we can pick them off. Yeah, I mean, only so many of them can attack us at once if we can uh, narrow the tunnel, if the tunnel narrows a bit more. Uh, I mean, they could just push past us and surround us, I suppose, but there's a chance we could... We also don't back. have... Um, no offense, Ganane, but you don't have a dedicated healer. You're more smashy with side healing. So our, our ability to stand and uh, plug a tunnel, I think that's going to run out before they run out of Turgar. Uh. I mean, you get me close enough to those fellas. Uh, I could, I could sow some confusion amongst the ranks, I reckon. But yeah, don't know how effective that'll be. The problem is, lots of our plans—they can go a certain ways to overcoming numerical advantages, but but twenty to one's a little tough. Yeah. Well, we'll do what we can when we catch up to them. Maybe we'll move a few of them off at a time, and hopefully we can do that for a while. And I think they'll just who's make in it charge. as dangerous of the Underdark. Sneak some itching powder into his jockstrap, maybe. Classic. Well. Hmm. Yeah, seems like we don't have hell of a lot more ideas to make until we get a look at him, I suppose. Although your Poisoner's Kit's given me an idea. What if we just mildly poisoned all of the... <laughs> all of the prisoners so they just couldn't get up and walk away? You think the door guard would just go, oh, fuck, and leave without him? I'm certain that they would kill some first. This is, uh, uh, we don't I don't reckon they'd leave them. It might slow them down if the whole whole group uh, stopped uh, dead, but uh, if they just couldn't move them, 
Uh, but it also seems like uh, they'd be more likely to kill them all than just leave them all. Based on what they did at Lonelywood, I, I reckon uh, frustrated slaughter would be the best we could hope for. If they, uh, if all them folks are just so sick, they couldn't move. Yeah, I don't think we can trust the Duragar to to be in any way pleasant. I mean, they, their their viciousness and cruelty we've already seen, and it's pretty bad. I mean, we've we've seen their handiwork and what they do to helpless people. Yeah, but maybe we could just swoop in, cause some confusion, and then retreat and do that a few times. Uh... Yeah, but I, I think we can't make any plans about guerrilla actions until we get an idea of their disposition. Yeah, hopefully the tunnel, if we're going to do guerrilla things, hopefully the tunnel opens up before uh, they get to their destination. Yeah, it's, it's hard to sneak away when there's literally one place to go. Yeah, they'd just run us down. I mean, we could probably outrun them in the long run. They'd well, they'll run you down. Me and Tina and Wyron will be fine. I think I can outrun most dwarves. Probably not the goat man, but he get far enough away from his his support. We might be able to take him out one at a time. It's a, it's it's hard to know. Yeah, I propose we march until we get uh, tired, and then uh, continue until we find them and can make a plan. Okay. You you guys are making camp right now. You've kind of reached the end of the day's. Uh... Yeah, well, nobody has any other ideas. We set a watch and have a get a rest. Okay. Sounds good. Rest is taken. Um, who's keeping first watch? I will. Anybody taking watch with you? I'll take watch uh, with her. All right. Perception check from both of you, please. Natural 20. <laughs> Tina got a natural 1. What a, what a spread. Well balanced, as all things should be. Okay. I was watching with my eyes closed. I was just so tired. I'm just like, okay, I'll... Yeah. Just like the dad falling asleep in the chair. What? No, I'm awake. Well, it's because Bogan just got you to carry him the entire time the fly spell lasted. That is true. I didn't okay. want to waste the time, so I did arm curls. Anyway, um, so Bogan, you keep a sharp eye out, and you see Jeremiah kind of like get up from him. He he's sleeping on the floor. You guys don't have any extra like bedrolls or anything for him, so he'd like took off his shirt and um, no, you know what? He probably didn't even bother. He legit just lay down and fucking clocked out on the ground. Um, about an hour in to your watch, he gets up and looks at you and goes, "Oh, I'm just gonna go take a piss." Goes around the corner, goes to pee. 
You hear Which the, way does he go? Uh, he doubles back away, uh, the way you'd come already. Okay. Yeah, and he goes back there. You hear the sound of tinkling. Keep an eye out. I call out to him, like, uh, hum, so if, uh, something happens, we know, uh, you know, know you've been taken or some such. Just, you know, make, make some noise as you go tinkling. It takes a few seconds, and he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, no worries, I, I can definitely do that. The rest of the party's just like, shut the fuck up, we're trying to sleep over here. And, uh. He starts like it's it's not it's tuneless it's shitty it's not it's not yeah, no, it's a good a spider comes and snatches him away but he's not out of eyesight and silently dragged away no totally fair so he finishes tinkling stops humming comes back around the corner a few seconds later right rest well when you get there he lies down goes to sleep. Oh no. Oh no, the tunnel slopes slightly downward. Oh no! It just slowly comes back. Yeah, the the pee is just slowly trickling down the tunnel. <laughs> no, you guys are on the raised area. I'd say he peed on the, the lowered area. So the urine's going uh down somewhere else. Anyway. Uh outside always check which direction the wind is going first true your watch goes without a hitch who's next i will watch can, can anal take a watch perception checks from both of you say hmm the first hour of your watch goes uneventful nothing of interest happens about an hour in um Joshua I would say that your sharp eye especially in this dark you see more than hear movement down the tunnel about 80 or 90 feet away. I uh, watch that a little more carefully. As you do so, You hear what sounds like a series of clicks and a hail of crossbow bolts shoot out of the dark. All right, uh, time to make some noise and then shoot them. We're being attacked! Ambush! Ambush! Canane, what's your AC? 20. 20. Isn't it 21 because of non-escapes? Nope. Not anymore. You can't can't uh, be attuned to anything but the... Oh, but the right, F. yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So Ganain, you uh, you guys are sitting there on watch. Joshua peeks out around the corner and sees that movement, squints his eyes at it, and a wave of crossbow bolts flies through the air, and you hear the dull sound of ting, 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 as it bounces off of Ganain's armor. I am always standing behind you in a fight. <laughs> and, uh, fuck, I rolled a 13, a 19, a 13, and a 10. <laughs> just ding, 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 just all bounce off of you. Um, and then you, you turn around, you shout at the party to wake up, you look over your shoulder, they're gone. So how many shots did Ganang take? You look at the ground and there's four crossbow bolts splintered on the floor. I can take four of those assholes and I go to follow them. I follow Joshua. Okay. How fast if are you going? I'm awake. Can I go too? Um, I'm doing uh, my movement, dash, and then hide. Movement, dash, hide. Okay. Um, what are you hiding behind? Uh, I don't know it, what it precise. If, if this tunnel is smooth, yeah. then not much. Yeah, it's pretty smooth. But as much as anything else, I'll still try to be quiet so I don't necessarily realize that I'm behind them if they aren't looking. Fair enough. Um, let's see here. Okay. So I'll say that you're you're going to react immediately by taking off, right? That that was your yep. initial reaction was. There's yep. something there. It just shot at us. I'm taking off. Okay, so you run away. You're sprinting off. You go 60 feet? 60 feet. 60 feet. Okay. Um, Wait, away or towards them? Towards them. <laughs> towards okay. them. Just because you said away, and I was like, wait, it's Josh ditching us? <laughs> In a matter of speaking, he is. Cool. Uh, I need you to make a perception check with disadvantage. Um, oh, I hate disadvantage. Why? I know. It sucks. You don't know. Look, I sold a piece of my soul to be better at this, you know. I'm sure you did, and it was a very nice piece of soul. <laughs> we got a lot more soul to give. It's not the dark that's causing your disadvantage, I'll say that. I actually enclosed the window, give me a sec. Yep, yeah, no worries. Josh just, or Chris just rage quit the game. Cause, <laughs> yeah, advantage. Alt F4, this game's yeah. bullshit! DM's out to get me! Okay. Um, I need... I guess, hold on, I got rolled. Okay. So yeah, perception check with disadvantage as soon as you're loaded up. Um, so it, we'll say that this was the first turn. Ganon, you're taking off after him too? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, your first one rolled a nat one. For perception, uh, they're they're gone. There's nobody there, so you you get to go another. You also get to go sixty feet. I'm guessing you're gonna try to dash. Uh, yeah, just trying to keep up with Joshua. Yeah, sixty feet. You keep up with him. Um, you get there. It's fucking dark. The torches are behind you. You can't see shit. It is. There's nothing around you. Shh. Ah, we need detect invisibility. Actually, I will say. 
No, you you were you're on watch. You probably would have had your shield on you, right? Yeah. Okay, sure. Won't meta game you that hard. <laughs> that would be mean. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, there's nobody here. Whoever they are, they're either way faster than you or no longer visible. Man, not being able to see who you're fighting sucks. Says yeah. the rogue. At this point, the rest of you are awake. And you see Jeremiah kind of rubbing his eyes going, Oh, what the fuck was that rocket? What's going on? So is the ambush uh, from the direction of the Duragar or where we came from? The Duragar. Uh, looks like they know where we are. They know we're here. Uh, we had at least four of them ambush us. Right, right. I look Why real hard. Hunt them down. I look real hard at uh, Jeremiah. Uh, and I'm gonna shout at him. Confess. And can he make a wisdom saving throw as I cast command on him? Rude. Rude as fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I just feel like you'd feel better if he confessed. I'm sure you would. What's your DC? Uh, it'll be a 15. Wisdom yeah, save DC. he rolled an 18. He just looks at you and goes, Confess to what? I was fucking sleeping! Alright, I'm gonna use uh, two sorcery points to silently and without moving cast Suggestion, because it's one of my psionic spells, and uh, just implant in the mind that you really want to explain exactly why you came and joined us. Uh, what kind of saving throw is that? That's Wisdom again. Yeah, nope, he passed again. It just kind of looks around and goes, Yeah, yeah, I, I I don't understand. What what do you want me to confess to do? I told you everything I know. I want to do an insight check on that. I'm pretty sure he's lying, but... Sure. <laughs> 18. Yeah, seems hard to read. It seems to be on the up and up. He's told you guys a lot of information. But why wouldn't he bring any friends with him? Look, I barely got out myself, and you expect me to haul a bunch of other people with me? Yes. I didn't say that to him, though. I'm just feeling that personally. Oh, fair enough. All of you guys' suspiciousness is, like, rubbing off on me. I'm like, fuck, this guy maybe is suspicious. I mean, that's easy enough for us to solve. Hey, Josh, you're good at investigating, right? Yeah. Are, are you or are you not? I, I got the feeling you work with. You're not. I mean, I've I've taken some time to learn the basics, but I'm not fantastic at it. Right. I want you to check this guy over. I have a feeling that he uh, we got attacked a little while after he went off to take a leak. Uh, I'm suspecting he might have a communication device of some sort. Real sorry to suspect you, but this is the first time we've been attacked, and the only common denominator is that you joined us. So. Uh, Josh, if you wouldn't mind just Didn't you say you fought a water elemental and gnolls and was it berserkers? This ain't the first time you've been attacked down here. 
Uh, actually, it's it's irrelevant whether or not he's involved. Uh, we've attacked most of them, folk. Uh, this is the first time we've been attacked. Oh, okay. Okay, I guess that makes all the difference then. He kind of lifts up his arms, and again, he's wearing, like, ratty, just dirty rags. So, the problem is isn't whether or not he, he's involved or is a real escapee. It's that the jig is up. They know we're here now. We're not going to be able to do anything. All of all possible plans depended on them not knowing we were there. I still feel better knowing whether Jeremiah here uh, spy or not. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, I'll, I'm going to take a search on, of this guy. Okay. 16 to pat him down and see if he's keeping anything hidden. Yeah, yeah. first you kind of look him over. Everything seems to be on the up and you start to pat him down, and the moment your hands reach out, he goes, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this. I'm going to need everybody to roll for initiative. Oh, no. Let me pull up a map. Give me just a moment. Is he a bullfrog? Jeremiah's not a bullfrog. He's not even a friend of mine. Okay, can you all see the map? Yep. Perfect. So we're going to be fighting in this tunnel up here. Sorry, I missed the thing. Ah. So I'm guessing we have not received a long rest. Nope. You guys are halfway through the... Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so yeah, feel free to throw your character tokens up there. Wherever you think you would have been relative to uh, Bogan feeling up Jeremy. What's that drawing for? Sorry, I was going to make a square, because I'm making my bedroll. That's oh. where I would have been sleeping. Which is the direction, like, going into the cave more? Yeah, so to the right is where the... Sorry, the, the things that had attacked you went to the right. You guys had come from the left. Why am I so tiny? I don't know. I made you bigger, though.
Alrighty. Kind of kindly ask everyone to roll for initiative when I pull out the tracker. Perfect. Oh, it didn't make me four different ones, it just made one for all of them. Oh, that sucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you need to grab each different token to make a different uh, roll for each of them. I believe. Yeah, I, I have a plug-in that does a group roll for me, it's super handy. Wow, everyone rolled super hot on initiative. Holy cow. Well done. Yeah, nobody rolled below a 15. That's genuinely impressive. Uh, do we have Tina on the tracker? No, not yet. I think she went to the bathroom. Ah, okay. That makes sense. I, I rolled, but I didn't have my token yet, so I don't know how to fix that. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's no, good. You just do a token, and you roll, and then you can edit it to your first roll. Well, you gotta add it. You gotta click on your name in the thing and drag it into the map, and then it will exist. And then you can select the token and then you do the thing. And... There you go. I have a Tina token. Place her wherever you think she would be relative to this uh, Jeremiah Frisky. Who's Jeremiah? This poor guy's Jeremiah. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna be right all up in his girl for sure. Rude. That's what he gets. Gets for what? He was sleeping! Yeah. Yeah, but he peed when he knew we were on a slope. And he peed despite not even <laughs> being told that he had no water for days and days the whole time they've been marching? Sus. Yeah, I sure looked at his pee, seen how yellow it was. <laughs> this feels like a self-fulfilling prophecy, but okay. <laughs> yes. You're far too well hydrated. You're lying to us. <laughs> Clear as river water. Fuck six. Okay. Wyron, cool. you're up first, my friend. What would you like to do? Feeling as if the uh, the rest of the group can deal with whatever's going on here, I'm just gonna run around the corner and just go for the um, dwarves whose names I always forget. The Dwargar, as far as you know, they're gone. Those tokens are there as placeholders, but they're gone. The last you heard, they, they'd run off. Um... Okay. You have no no sense of where they are. You can roll a, a perception check with disadvantage, if you like, because this is about your ability to hear, not see. Okay. But is as far as you can tell, hearing? they're... 
Like, that's his whole thing, as he can hear. Yeah, no, you don't have eyes on them. They're gone. He doesn't have eyes on anything. It's true. I mean, you can still chase after them. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying you don't have, like, a confirmed location. Well, knowing that they can go invisible, I'm just going to stay um, around the corner where they might come around and prepare an action to attack. Just in case, because I don't really believe that they're gone. Totally fair. Okay, it is now Jeremiah's turn. That's you, dude. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck he's going to do here. I propose that bullfrog is our new term for anyone who is betraying the party because that's the only thing I can hear right now. You hear bullfrogs? It's a song. Yeah, oh, okay. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. I understand. <laughs> I don't, but I'll take your word for it. Um. Like he's begging us to sing him this roundhouse song. Like, oh my god, all of a sudden. Yeah, so I will say, Bogan, that you reach out, you touch him, and you... Your hands touch thick, rough wolf fabric. Like, an inch off of him. He seems to be under some sort of disguise spell, and he kind of looks down, smirks, looks up at you. Goes, well, ain't this fucking awkward. And uh, he's going to reach into like a part of his outfit that is now invisible pull out some bat guano smear it across his hand and your eyes go wide as a fireball streaks out from his extended hand and explodes over here uh i believe hitting the entire part i'm gonna need everybody to make me Dexterity if it's Dexterity saving throw. I'm just double checking the... The DC 7? I hope it's 7. <laughs> sure. <laughs> maybe. Probably not, but maybe. Yeah, 20 foot radius. Yeah, he can definitely hit all of you without getting hit himself. Okay. Tina, you get to do this with advantage because of danger sense. Don't forget that. And I have evasion, just because I'm assuming I've failed. No, okay. you got an 11, and if a 7 passes, you're fine. <laughs> okay, I'm just waiting on Tina's roll, and we're good to go. There it is. Ooh, nat tw uh, dirty 20. Very good. So, um, Joshua, you're going to take no damage, because you are a sneaky, evasive rogue. Bogan... You are going to take 39 points of fire damage. 39? Okay, I'm going to cast Absorb Elements and take half of that. So, Sounds 20? Good. Yep. Uh, yeah, 20. 
No, we round down. It should be oh, yeah. 29. Nine. No, fuck it, 19. Ugh, math is hard. I went from 20 to 29. That's definitely not how it works. Uh, Ganon, you're going to take half damage. You... Oh, don't forget the... Uh, give yourself the bonus for your... Um... You pass anyway, but don't forget to give yourself your bonus for your aura. So you take uh, half of 39, which is going to be 19. Um, Wyron, um, you take you fail, but you take half because of evasion, so you also take 19. And Tina, you pass, so you take 19. And let me make sure here that that's all this poor guy can do. Yeah. Yep. So as as this fireball goes off, Bogan just gasps, gasps really expressively, and just a portion of the fire just rushes right into his mouth. Just kind of goes. <gasps> You're you're a fucking weird! And he, uh, starts shooting. Jigs up, boys! Get him! That's just mighty rude of you. No, my fault you couldn't keep your hands to yourself, you frisky bitch! Alright, Joshua, it's right, your turn. You're not gonna make me feel bad. I was right about you being a spy. Fuck you! Doesn't change the fact that you're being you're fucking being creepy! You're the one being rude. It's rude to insinuate yourself into a situation in order to exploit people. Fuck That's you. as much time as you have to talk. Josh, go! Uh, I take advantage of uh, this discussion. That's a 21 hit. Um. Yes. Yes, How it does. How does he feel about uh, 32 damage? Not very happy, I'll tell you that for like right in the middle of when it, when he's back talking Bogan. Just thunk! Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Alright, Kenyon, you're up. Uh, I'd like... Uh... And how do you do the arrow thing again? Uh, the ruler. The uh, fourth icon down. He got it, yeah. Okay. Just gonna go up to him here and hit him. Yep, do it up. Do you beseech the axe? Like, in what way? Do you say anything to it? No. Okay. Then yep, you're just swinging with a plus three act. Okay. Yeah, dirty 20 will hit. Okay, that's 11 damage. Sounds good. Okay, and Second is swing? he still up? He's still up. Second swing? Yeah, second swing. And that one. <sighs> okay. You swing the weapon, and it goes wide. Very wide. And for a moment, you swear you can see the axe on the that's connecting the two blades briefly glow a baleful red. And in the act of swinging, you, you overextend a little bit and miss completely. But the, the way your arm moves tugs on that chain and it bites into your arm. 
and you can feel the trickle of blood running down the inside of your gauntlet and along the shaft of the axe. Um, it is going to say into your mind, Good. Give in to your rage. Don't let them betray you like this. Don't let them make a fool of you. Uh, and the axe is going to send you into a rage. You are now raging. Would you know. like? Would you like to bonus action attack? Yeah. If I. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let the man do his turn. <laughs> well, like if I don't, does it just heal me? Correct. I'd like to not. Okay. Uh, I need you to consume a hit die and heal that many hit points. Plus your combat. Okay. okay, Bogan, you're up. The guy sees you swinging this thing and his eyes go wide. He just goes, Oh, fuck, I knew I hated that goddamn thing. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna use a bonus action to sack a third level spell for sorcery points and then I'm going to uh, cast Mind Whip at this guy. Okay. I didn't realize you... Go ahead. Uh, Sophia, I accidentally skipped your turn. I didn't realize you'd rolled so high when you weren't in the order. So we'll come back to you in a second. Um, sorry, you're going to mind whip him? Yep, yeah, mind whip him. If he Kay. can make me... Uh, oh, I think it's intelligence. I think that's wrong. Just let me double check. Is it? Okay. Yeah, well, intelligence saving throw. Okay, he gets a 15. Just passes your DC. Okay, he takes three damage then. As I rolled poorly for damage. Understandable. Okay. Sorry, we're rolling it back. Tina, back to you. Since I'm really close to this guy, I'm gonna try to smash him with my Morningstar if I can. Can I please do so recklessly and filled with rage? You absolutely can. Feel free to do so. Okay. Um, he is going to uh, use his reaction to cast shield and raise his AC. So you swing your morning star the first time, just overhead arc, and it connects with an invisible barrier of arcane energy, and like sparks go flying off. And then you swing again, and the same thing, just like purple sparks flying out as he uh, desperately raises this shield up to defend himself. Oh, they weren't fucking kidding about you! Get the hell away from me, you woman! Okay. I'm just gonna snarl at him. <laughs> okay, and now we are in the turn of the uh, other folk. Yeah, it's a really nice... Um, Wyron is, was first. Oh, okay, sorry. That's all good. Okay. Um, let's see what these guys are going to do. Probably something along the lines of... Hmm. Yeah, no, they'll probably come in. Okay, so this guy's going to round the corner here. Wyron, you are now physically capable of... You, you understand that he's there being what you are. Uh, he is going to level a crossbow and take a shot. 
this time at Joshua. I never killed any of his family members. That you know of. Uh, so I'm guessing a dirty 20 hits you. It does. Okay, but an 8 will miss. So you're going to take uh, 7 piercing damage from the crossbow. And... It doesn't actually roll it. It's forcing me to by hand. Okay. And you're going to take 4 points of sneak attack damage. As he um, reappears from his invisible state. Gotcha. So how much was that total? Oh, sorry. Um, so seven from the actual crossbow and four from the sneak attack. So 11 total. So five. You're using your reaction. Um, my um, rogue dodge bullshit. Yeah, your, your reaction. Yeah, it's a reaction to uncannily dodge. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is okay, so that's going to be another, another one of these individuals is going to run the corner as well. Same thing, Myron. You are aware that he's... And he's going to take a shot. Again, Joshua, you're just right, the, right in front there. There's the guy right there they can go kill. He ducked around the corner. Uh, dirty 20. Man, their, their rolls are so polarized. It's like a 20 and an 11. A 10 and an 8. It's like, come on. You guys are allowed to roll average. Okay, uh, so I'm guessing the dirty 20... That'll be five piercing damage, and... Fuck, it's making me do it by hand again. One second. And another seven uh, from the sneak attack. So a total of 12 from the second. And are right. they turning visible as they're attacking? Yes, as they shoot, they become visible, and you see a pair of Dwergar wearing heavy black cloaks. Firing hand crossbows at you guys. Okay, and now another... I think that'll be... One more of them is going to squeeze through. Take another shot. Um, that'll be a 21 and a 23. A 23 misses. Oh, good to know, good to know. So that'll be 10 damage from the two crossbow bolts. And 8 from the sneak attack. So 18 damage total from this final guy. And the last one is going to run it. Thinking he's got the jump on you, Wyron. Um, but you see him coming. He's just like, got that like, they'll never see this coming grin on his face. And you're just like, your face is following him as he does so. He's got a short uh, sword drawn. He rolls on that one in a 12. As he just like, starts swinging at you. And the first one, you just definitely move out of the way. Like you knew he was there the whole time. And he looks shocked. Swings again and you just casually parry it with your... Okay, I, I was genuinely hoping that they would not all be clumped together, but then they all happened to roll, like, 15, 15, 15, 14 for their initiatives. So unfortunately, they are going together. Yep, 17 will, I believe, hit. Yep, and then that'll be four slashing. Just the whole time, just standing there, like, samurai style, just kind of, like... Just waiting, and as soon as this guy turns around the corner, just block both of his attacks, and then just 
hit him right in the shoulder. And he looks flabbergasted. He's like, how the fuck did he see me coming? All right, Wyron, it's your turn. What are you doing? Alright, I don't believe I know that action. Um, just walk in the middle of both of all of them. And they are within range, and just suddenly, as they all look at me ready to attack, they just see suddenly some kind of liquid start to drip down um, Wyvern's body, starting from his shoulders. It seems to be very thick, kind of like the slime we saw earlier, but instead, as taking a closer look at it, it appears to be candle wax, and suddenly, as soon as they all notice this, they realize their feet are surrounded by it, and suddenly, as fire emanates from the candle wax, it surrounds them. This is my Astor Arms. Okay, what kind of save do you need from me? It is a dex. No save, only die! Okay, <laughs> uh, what's the DC? 13. Uh, for some reason, it's not showing me yet. All good. Just roll me some damage. Oh, found it. Nine force. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much, this guy runs up to you, swings twice at you with his sword. You just definitely dodge out of the way, left, right, and then. Just watching him the whole time, despite your face being covered. And he just goes, how the fuck can you see me? And then you dash past him towards what looks to anybody else like an empty hallway. And then, boom, the flames come out. And the rest of the group just kind of shield themselves with their with their cloaks as well as they... But they visibly recoil from them. They seem to be genuinely hurt by this. And we're not expecting you to know exactly where... Um, yeah, this guy is the only one that passed his save, so he's okay. Does this knock him prone too? I don't remember. Wyron? Sorry, what was that? Does it knock them prone too? It's just damage. Just damage? Okay, sounds good. So that's action. Uh, oh, sorry, oh, bonus, bonus action. action. Sorry, I forgot I had more shit to do. <laughs> Um, those are two 13s, and I'm gonna just um, turn around and just start um, swinging at the guy I, that tried to hit me. Okay, uh, I'm guessing like 90% sure both 13s are gonna hit. Yep, sounds good. So that'll be. Man, you rolled the exact same well, seven roll damage, almost so twice. 14. Yep. Definitely both connect with him. He still seems to be in shock of what's happened. So I don't e I just plunge it into his shoulder, run by him, summon the summon the astral arms, and then just grab onto the axe pull it towards me very aggressively so it like goes through his arm more. 
Alright, sounds good. It is now Jeremiah's turn. Okay, he is going to uh, effectively look at the rest, look around at all of you, and say, to hell with this shit, I'm out of here, and then poof, disappears in a puff of smoke and reappears 30 feet away. So he appears there. And then he is going to use his movement to move 25 feet. And uh, he'll take his action to dash around the corner. Wyron, you do get an opportunity attack against him as he dashes through your space. Um, I think we've been over this several times, but I can never remember. Can I use a grapple as a part of this? Yeah, a grapple is an attack. You are 100% allowed to do that. Then I shall try and do that. Okay, he's just athletics. Let's roll an athletics check for me, sir. He is going to make an acrobatic. I got a 10. <laughs> and he got a 6. <laughs> Yay! As soon as he starts running, he just, like, he just steps into the wax and just like keeps tr trying to go, and it just doesn't do anything as it slowly um, um, swarms around his legs and just gets him stuck there for a little bit. Okay, yep, that's his turn. He is happy to have at least ducked around the corner once you've grappled him. Josh, you're up. I am I am annoyed at him and the other guys. Can I see them from can I see him from there? I don't believe so, no. That line won't work. You can try to take the shot, but Wyron is in the way. There is a chance you'll hit him if you do. That's why I took Sharpshooter. He'll be fine. Okay, take the shot. We'll see what happens. Pre preparing deflect missiles, and here we go. <laughs> yeah, this will be oh, fine. If only you hadn't used your reaction to grapple a wizard. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll just use my dash thing. Okay. You are now in melee, which means you make your attack with disadvantage for your ranged. I hate this game. <laughs> How about there? How am I doing there? I mean, your angle hasn't changed. It's the same shot. You moved in a diagonal. It's the same shot. Like, you can shoot at him, but... Alright, you hit. He'll take, uh, 15? Nope, 23. I can do math. And I'll use the rest of my movement to move back. But 
whoever's next Tina can go. Or whoever 17 is. Uh, Actually, Tina should have gone before. I didn't put her back in the right place and they should have ordered, but that's okay. Alright, Tina, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna, if I can. Oh, fuck, how far away is this guy? Ah. What I want to do is run up to him and just, like, full bodily grab him and start kicking the shit out of him. Okay, he, he is around the corner from you. Like, he's all the way over here past this group of individuals. Yes. Like this is him. Yeah. Um, I do still have this cursed ring of Misty Step. I'm gonna try to use that, maybe, I think, to get close to him and then grab him. Can I do that in one turn? You can certainly try. It's a bonus action to use the ring. So, uh, roll me a d20. And let me know what you've rolled. That 20's good. A nat 20? Okay. So you successfully yeah. cast Misty Step, and uh, you don't actually consume one of its charges. Let me double check if you have to Yay. see where you end up with Misty Step. Which, considering I just used it, should be difficult to do. I mean, she could have ran at a different angle and been able to see her. Yeah, it would have to be somewhere you can't see. So you pretty much have ended up your move there, and then teleported there. Yeah, you could go this. You could go as this about this far. Yep, you can totally end up there if you like. Is that what you want to do? Yeah, okay. I want to try to grab him so he can't get away from us using his magic. Okay, make a grapple check. Roll me an athletics check with advantage. Oh no, you never raged. Just oh no, you did rage. Yeah, make an athletics check with it. I raged last turn. Okay, athletics with advantage. You got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That'll be a 24. Yep, he gets a 17 for his acrobatics. You are definitely... You, both you and Wyron are grappling him from two different directions. Um, you still have two attacks. You can make another attack if you like. I can... Okay, I didn't know if I could still attack. Then I'm gonna, like, sit on him if I can. I'm gonna grab with my legs and start bludgeoning him in the face with my morning star. Alright, make an attack roll. Reckless if you like. Reckless, and I also want to yell at him about how he's a shitty, terrible person for catching slaves. Well, catching human beings and trying to enslave them. <laughs> Fair enough. Make your attack roll. Killing and enslaving people is not okay. All right, he is going to react by putting up shield to defend himself. Uh, deflecting it with arcane energy once. Get off of me, you fucking crazy woman! Oh, shit, fuck! And he's just deflecting every fist punch as you're, like, pounding away on this shield as he's desperately protecting himself. Holy cow. Alright, uh, Joshua, you are up. Uh, I just was up, but I'll... I'll oh, no, you're I'm, totally right. I'm sorry. Your Tina thing. Your Tina problem. That's right. All right, Ganyan, you're up, my friend. You are okay. raging. I need to remind you. Oh, no. Okay. So what is the rules of raging? 
You have the axe. Oh, oh, that's right. I do. So I have to hit somebody, or it consumes a hit die. Correct. Okay. Or you can use a, your action and a charisma save to end the. Room. I mean that this psychologically damages me looking at it. Oh, stay away from Josh. <laughs> um. I have two hit points. I will die. Yeah, I'm gonna go 30 feet to over here, and then I will try and end the rage. Okay, make a charisma saving throw. For All right, a 21 will do the trick. She has watches. Genyan runs forward. How do you calm yourself down? I just like start running very angrily towards where like all the cluster is there and then I like stop and just like a look of horror goes across my face and I just like stop and take some deep breaths kind of shocked so he watches that deep inner glow that the rage was infusing him with slowly dims away Alright, that's an action, that's your movement. Do you have any bonus actions, or are you good? Um, that's that's all I'm going to do for this turn. Sounds good. Bogan, you're up. Alright, I'm going uh, to walk over to about here. Uh, and I'm just going to, uh, staring at this lot, just going to cast a hypnotic image around all those people, and I'm going to use a sorcery point to make it careful so that... Uh, Bogan and Tina and whatnot, don't look at him. I'm just gonna quickly go, hey guys, like, close your eyes for a second. The wire in your probably fine. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, careful spell. Actually, he is actually incapable of being hit with this spell because you have to be able to see the pattern. Yeah, it's mostly for Tina. And uh, what shows up is this, for just a brief instant, is this incredible, like, idyllic meadow. Uh, and, like, it's got, like, little uh, maypoles and stuff and there's children walking around them and it's uh, like dancing and then like as you look at it it starts getting more and more twisted and like the children are playing with severed heads and like just a whole bunch of fucked up thing and this idea like just as you look at it you start noticing bits and pieces that are twisted and morbid and hopefully some of these dwarves will just you know really stop to think about how fucked up it all looks I shit you not, I rolled three nat 20s. <laughs> hey, well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, um, one of them does fail, and it is this one. Okay, and this one can make me a charisma save as the tentacle, just from one of the children's arms, just like reaches out and tries to strangle him. It's fucked up, dude. <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah, he rolls a 16. He's good. That's the wrong one. Okay. Like, the children's smiles get bigger and bigger and bigger. And Just more teeth. Sharper and... Oh, it's so creepy. Oh, man. Screw you, John. <laughs> oh, that, that's never happened before. Okay. Sounds good. It is now... Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to do, or are you good? Uh, that's my action. Don't have a bonus action. No, I'm good. 
Okay. It's actually it... just a flashback to uh, Bogan's time in the Feywild. Is this a concentration spell? It is a concentration spell. Sounds good. Okay, it is now the Dwergar turn. Okay. So this guy is going to... Let's see. Looking around and seeing at what's happening, he's gonna see Joshua bleeding profusely from the handful of crossbow bolts sticking out of him. Looks behind over his shoulder at Wyron. And uh, he's gonna take out his crossbow and try to shoot you with disadvantage because he is. Actually, no way, Wyron uses a. used his reaction to grapple the wizard, didn't he? But he's still disadvantaged, I believe. Yeah, he's still. Uh, yeah, but he can just walk away. Yeah, but he can just do this. Yeah, so he's gonna step away from Wyron, whose attention is focused on the wizard, and uh, I guess that doesn't really make a difference for him. Would, he's just kind of run like up to, to you. Hey, I would like to point out that Wyron has. Oh, if you're gonna go right up to him, Wyron has Sorry? reach, so it would have still been at disadvantage. Oh, I follow what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still in reach. Yeah, but he's gonna yeah, stab you. He's now. gonna stab you. I don't want to get stabbed. I know you don't, buddy. Uh, but he rolled a 21 to hit. That's, and a 23. Uh, that, that's going to do it. Okay. Eight piercing from the first one, eight piercing from the second one. Haha! -ha. I half the first one to four and fall down. All right. So Ooh, you watch uh, as he runs up to Joshua, stabs him once, Joshua goes down, and then he stabs him again while he's on the ground, instantly taking it. Okay. It is now the second guy's turn. Um, I have a question. I might have an answer. If he automatically crits on something and I use the reaction that like makes the hit hit him also, does that do the thing? Yeah. I mean, technically you still roll for damage, I think. Um, but we agreed as a group that when you're down, you're not unconscious. And so you don't get auto crit anymore. Okay. Because we thought it was kind of... Yeah, we, we had a big talk about it. Essentially, you're, when you're down and you take damage, you lose a death save. You don't lose two anymore if you just get automatically crit. Because that, okay. that was just a little too over the top. Yeah, unless they actually crit. Yeah, unless they actually rolled a nat 20, which they haven't so far. Okay. But wait, he has two attacks? Cause... They do. Okay. They do get two attacks. Why? What's confusing you? Oh no, just I, I didn't think they were taking two attacks before. They... I forgot that they have two attacks each when they did their sneak attack initially when you guys were, uh, were, were in camp. Okay. I forgot about it, and then I looked at their sheet again, I was like, Oh yeah! They have multi-attack! They should have been doing that the whole time! But, whatever. Okay, this dude's still incapacitated. He is hypnotized. Uh, does he make a save at the end of the turn, I believe? Nope. Oh, just for the full minute? Alright, he's just sitting there swaying. People can shake him out of it as an action, but or if he takes yeah. any damage, he's out of it. But otherwise, he just stays. Sounds good. Okay, and now it's this guy's turn. Um, seeing Wyron doing what he's doing, he's going to attack him. Get off my friend, you fucking shit!
Oh my god, he rolled an 8 twice. Ugh, awful. Um, and he is then going to move away from you and use the dash action to go 1, 2, 3, 4. Oh no, I guess he'd have to disengage to get away from Tina. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 is where he'd end up to disengage from there. Next guy. It's now his turn. Um, he's going to kind of look at his mate and go, Tough shit, buddy. Sorry about this. And uh, he's going to try to stab. He gets advantage because she was being reckless, but he only rolled an 18. What's your AC, Tina? 17. All right, he rolled one above. So you're going to take seven damage. Uh, seven damage from the sword and five damage from the sneak attack, being a total of 12, which you take six of because you are a raging barbarian. Okay, and then he is going to promptly engage and get the fuck out of die. Okay, Wyron, it is now your turn. Byron? Yeah, sorry, I'm just thinking. Um, I guess just swing at the uh guy whose name I forgot. Sorry. Jeremiah. Thank you, Jeremiah. Get a little froggy with it. An 8 will miss. You have two attacks, though. 24 will hit, though. 10 damage. Um, I don't get advantage on him because he's grappled, correct? Yeah. You're, you're thinking of restrained. Yes, I am. Um, and I guess just have for my, um... Oh, sorry. For my bonus attack with the arms, it just starts to, like, grow around him more and starts to squeeze him. Uh, 20 seconds. He'll take his 640. He's definitely in a bad way. He looks really hurt. And it is now his turn. Yeah, he's gonna miss his step again. 
He needs to get the fuck out. You guys are ruining him. So he's gonna miss a step 30 feet. So over there, and then take action and, uh, action and move to go 50 feet out of your line of sight. Okay, Tina, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Chase him down as far as I can and chuck my shield at him. Sounds good. So you're going to go one, two, three, four... Okay. Well, where, where do you want to go? Move, move. Your... My full movement is forty feet, so just give me one second while I see where that is. No worries. So as you run past this guy, yeah. he's going to take an opportunity attack. Are you going to be reckless? I am so reckless. All okay. the time. Dirty 20. Ouch. So you're going to take a total of... Oh, sorry. Give me a um, you're going to take a total of 13 damage, reduced to 6, because you're raging. And same thing with this guy. He's going to opportunity attack you too as you run past Uh, he's gonna roll a 16, and that's your AC, right? My AC is 17. 17? Okay, he misses. Yay. Okay, that's it for him. Uh, uh, yeah, how far away are you from him? Let me measure. Yeah, so you are in long range, I believe. What's the short range on the jab? This, the, the throwing shield? It was 2060, right? Yeah, it's 2060. Okay, so you, get, you have to roll with disadvantage, but... You were being reckless, so you get a straight roll. So make an attack roll. Okie dokie. I'm also gonna just yell at him again, telling him what a shit person he is. <laughs> Fair enough. Fifteen. That is his AC. Um, he is going to cast shield once again to defend himself. Why does that spell never work this well for me when I'm playing a wizard? <laughs> Dunno, man. Yeah, he's going to bring it up again, and your shield gets deflected, and the shield bounces off of his spectral, uh, spectrally raised arcane barrier, bounces off the wall, wall again, ceiling, Rolls along the floor and then back into Tina's hand. Okay. Joshua, you, my friend, get to make a death save. I'm gonna bleed out on my turn. Oh, buddy. Okay. Understand. Ganyan, you're up. What are you doing? I'm casting Cure Wounds on Joshua. Okay. So you're gonna get into melee with him? Doesn't Tina get an extra attack? Oh yeah, sorry, you get to make two swings. I apologize. You, uh, make another attack roll, Tino, while he does that. Go ahead and roll your uh, your healing, Ganyan. Yeah, make one more also, attack, Tino. You can also dash up to him to take away the uh, disadvantage. 
No, she she double moved. Oh, did she? she sorry, oh. she she moved forty to get to where she is. Yeah, she can dash as a bonus action as the hummingbird barbarian. Oh, you're totem of the eagle. Well, if you want to, you can. Or if you don't want to get too close to him. I don't want to fuck up Caleb's turn here. By the fact that I don't know how to fucking do my own thing. So, like, just, um, yeah. Okay, well, 14 misses either way. So we're good. Okay. Ganyan, uh, what are you rolling? 60 heal bow. Yep, you're back up with 6 hit points, Jeff. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Bogan. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Bogan's gonna see and Josh being okay and thinking Ganane can handle them fellas. Uh, he's gonna try and chase down that wizard folk. Uh, can't move there. Gonna bonus action misty step. Another 30 feet. Actually. Right there. Do I got line of sight on that fella? Yep, he's got cover, but you can definitely see him. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna cast uh, Dissonant Whispers on that fella. Just being like, yeah, you better run. He can make me a wisdom saving throw. Actually, I'll twin it and I'll hit this guy too. Okay, so you're casting on both of these guys? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, wizard fails. Fails. <laughs> Roll the six for both. Okay. That's uh, ten psychic. Ten psychic to each of them, and uh, the guy close to me that I hit will also take a tentacle. Tentacle? Yeah. That's the charisma saving throw, right? That's what that is. <laughs> Roll the nine. He is not charismatic. Okay, he takes another 13 damage. That's fucking rough. Okay, sounds this good. This guy runs, but I don't believe this guy does because he's used his reaction. Correct. Okay. And now it is their turn. Unless you have something else you'd like to do, Bogan? Nope, that's my action bonus action movement. That's all good. Solid. Uh, this guy, Dangani, and watch up to uh, Joshua and heal up. Uh, who is, I think, still prone on the ground is going to, to fucking hell with that! I, whoever I kill stays dead! And he starts stabbing Joshua. I am unfond of being stabbed. It is appreciated. Uh, do, 18? Uh, yes. Okay. That'll be... Uh, 11 piercing damage that you can reduce to 5 with your uncanny dodge from the floor... <laughs> Which will keep you up with one hit point. If you'd like to do so. Yes, yes, I would like to do so. And then he's going to roll a 15 to hit you. My AC is 16. It fails. You're just rolling around on the floor way too enthusiastically. This guy's just... Why won't you die? He's just stabbing on the floor. Like, oh, for deep dwarma's sake. Then looks up and sees Ganyan slowly standing up with that fucking axe in his hand. Right. Right. Yeah, um, y'all can go fuck yourselves. And he's gonna take the disengage action, or er, uh, bonus action as a cutting action and get the, try to get the hell out of there. 
he's going to start running away uh, back down the tunnel from where you guys had already come. Uh, this jabroni is still not having a good time, so he's just going to do what he does best, staring up at the pretty twinkly light. Uh, slowly realizing the horror that is unraveling around him, just being like, Oh, is that, is that kid's face a dog? Why has he got so many teeth? Okay, this guy over here uh, has found himself right next to Bogan, uh, so he's going to need little to no prompting to stab him with a... Uh, dirty 14. That uh, won't hit. I'll miss. Stab again. Find <laughs> a 9. He's gonna try to stab you twice and just can't seem to find purchase on your... Uh, yeah, I've got a big wolf sweater and uh, he's not making it through that. Yeah, he definitely not. where my organs are. It's so baggy too. You're actually a pretty thin guy underneath that. Yeah, I'm 90 pounds soaking wet. No, Looks, <laughs> Looks around and goes, alright, well, can't see where this is going. 5, 10... 15, opportunity attack if you Uh, yeah, I'll take an opportunity attack. Do you even have a weapon anymore? No, I don't have a weapon. I'm gonna punch him. <laughs> yeah, you will. You can try to grapple him if you want. Oh, I'll try and grapple him, yeah. Uh, uh, same net difference. I'll make an acrobatics check to escape. <laughs> 21, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. realize he was there, to be honest. That was very surprising. Yeah, just a dude sprints by you. He's gonna get to there, and then he's gonna take a bonus action to, to run even faster. To dash. Okay. And lastly, this Jabroni's turn. He is going to take a, sh a couple of shots with his crossbow. Yep, so he's gonna spend five feet of movement to move closer, shoot you with the crossbow. Uh, 15 and a nat 1. Cool. Uh, 15 will hit. Okay. Uh, 7 piercing damage. Make a concentration check for me, please. Yes, sir. Minus that HP. Oh. That's Rolled a nine. 3, so that's 9. With a plus 6 to con. That's rough. Yep. Uh, yeah. So he's gonna do that. Second crossbow is a nat 1. He looks at it. The, the, the string snaps, he just throws it on the ground, and uh, bolts. So he's going to take the rest of his bonus action and movement to move 45 feet away. Okay, and that's the end of their turn. Why run? Um, the uh, guy right guy. in front of me is, has a hypnotic pattern on him, correct? It just ended. Okay, then he's going to die. <laughs> Vicious. All right, carry on. Yeah, 21 hits. Sixteen hits as well. So it's a total of uh, 12 damage? Yep. Sounds good. Bonus actions? Uh, yep, just one more. Yep, that also hits. Five more force damage as you astral punch him in the face. Cool, cool, cool. And just get all the wax covering his face and just light it up again. Oh, why is it so sticky? Oh! 
He comes out of hypnotic pattern, and it's not any better. No, it's not. Oh, send me back! I'll take the creepy kids! I'll take the creepy fucking carousel! Oh, fuck, this is gross! And right. just as I blind him, I just, like, walk around behind him, so he's kind of thrown off a little bit more. Sounds good. It is now Jeremiah's turn. He's going to glower at all of you and disappear. He's now gone. Tina, you're up. So gone that I can't chase after him anymore. Maybe. Make a perception check with... Oh, fuck, it's dark. You can't see shit. Because I think the the torch is dim light in 60 feet. The dark doesn't make any difference to seeing invisible people. No, no, no. You can't see anything. Is it 60 or I don't remember where the, the torch uh, is light is. I think it's 30 foot of dim and 30 foot of... Or 30 foot of bright and 30 dim. But it might be 20. To the internet. 20 and 20. It's uh, one hour, 20 foot radius, and then an extra 20 feet of dim light. So 40 feet. Uh, Brayden, your mic's queued up. We can hear you, buddy. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, 40 feet. You can see... So, if anything, you are actually incapable of seeing him at all, I guess. But... I guess my question is, uh, like, did he go invisible or did he run away? Make a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. I mean, did he hide? If he, if he went invisible? 22 is still pretty fucking high. You saw him cast a spell before he disappeared. A spell that you've seen Bogan perform, whether by accident or otherwise. You recognize the invisibility spell. He's, he, he turned himself invisible. In that case, I would like to run to the direction that I saw him in and just blindly throw my shield and hope for the best! Okay, recklessly? Well, it's pretty reckless. I don't even know where this fuck is. <laughs> Alright, so make uh, a straight roll. Yep, ten will miss. Um, the shield kind of ricochets off the walls, and you kind of awkwardly have to rock over and pick it up. You can roll again if you like. I would very much like to. And also yell at him, but on top of everything else he is, he's also a coward. Sure, you have the bravery to take a bunch of unarmed, defenseless people, but you don't want to face the consequences?
Okay. You throw the shield blindly. It ricochets off of this wall and then bounces off of this wall. Goes all the way over here to this wall. You kind of duck as you see it fly by and you hear a wet squelch as it connects with something mid-air over here. And then blood gushes out onto the floor as this guy suddenly becomes visible, collapses to his knees, falls flat on his face, your shield embedded in his stomach. Jeremiah is dead. Nice work, Tita. You hear him gurgling out his last couple of words. You're thinking you're gonna win. You're thinking you're gonna free them. But they be gone. The Sunlight Empire will conquer the world. First with Icewind Dale. <coughs> the pride of our nation will drown you in your own blood. And he, uh, You'll never live to see that. Good enough to know it'll happen. Alright, Josh. You're up, my man. Alright. Uh, I am going to uh, tell Gawain to go hit that guy. And I'm going to hold my action to shoot him until Gawain is in range of him. Understand. Yanian, you're up. I'm going to go hit that guy. I meant, I meant... I'm sorry. What? I got your name wrong. I went with the uh, Arthurian Knight. Oh, okay. Oh, how embarrassing. He thinks you're an Arthurian Knight. Ew, gross. It's like my whole backstory, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so it's just the normal one right now because we're not raging? Correct. Unless you'd like to be. Would you like to ask the axe to rage? No, I would not like to ask the axe to A 14 hits? He'd probably say yes if he asked. I'm just saying. It's real accommodating. It hits? Is he still up? Oh, he's, he's barely, but he is still up. Has my 19 hit? Yep, that hits too. So that'll be 22. Okay, so he starts to run away. Ganyan catches up to him. As this armored form pounds after him, the arrow takes him in the shoulder and he drops to one knee, just in time for Ganyan to walk up behind him and cleanly sever his head from his shoulder. And it is eerie how easily that axe slides through flesh like butter. Like there was little to no resistance. Okay, Bogan, you're up. And uh, coming into sight is the bloodied mess of Jeremiah clutching at the shield embedded in his... Oh, good. Because uh, remember, you also don't have dark side. Yeah, and I read this real carefully. This is the only spell I have that doesn't require seeing. Uh, so I'm going to bonus action, sacrifice one of my first level spells. And 
then cast it and twin it at both these guys for Dissonant Whispers. Only spell I have that doesn't require me to see just one person within range who can hear. An 11 and a 10 will both fail. They will take 7 psychic damage and keep running. Okay, and uh, one close to me will take a swipe of a tentacle. Uh, 18 on the charisma. Okay. Okay. That'll be my turn. Sounds good. Okay. It is now their turn. For the sake of expediency, these two are gone. They move 75 feet into pure darkness. They are... I don't think that a concerted effort from you guys, unless you genuinely want to pursue them, will succeed. I think Teen is the only one that stands a hope of a chance of catching them. And again, they are faster than you. They are now in pure dark. No, actually, no. Because you can go 80 feet with a dash and a bonus action. I can go 90 and I can see them. But I also think we can just call it ton. Also, you're in the back over here. You don't know where they I have a hit point. I'm good. That's fair. I'm just saying you're not in the vicinity further down the tunnel where this particular part of combat has happened. So if you would like to pursue them... You can certainly try, but this is also a place where it would take a concerted effort to catch up to them. Would you like to? Tina would like to pursue them, if only to keep them from alerting whatever else is ahead of us. Okay, then we keep going. It is now their turn. Uh, this guy's dead. This guy's turn. Uh, he is going. Yeah, uh, disengage and run. And that cunning action is so obnoxious. End up all the way over there, seeing what's happening here. And these guys are going to go. They're 70. broken line of sight so once they've drifted past this section which effectively took them maybe say another 10 or 15 feet of movement they're gone from your line Now, uh, Joshua's. I am in the turn order at the wrong place. Oh, you are. Because you deleted me from it. Yeah, uh, you, you had your token in there twice. Uh, yeah, you still do. There's still two Joshua's. Are you 18 or 16? I thought you were 18. Oh, okay. I only see one. I only see me, and that's because I put me back in. I'm not sure where that other one is. Okay. I think it's from another page or something. Sure. What number was your initiative at? Um. 
What did you give yourself? What can you see right now? What number is it? Not that it matters, this combat's I see over. 60. Perfect. Okay. Problem solved. In you go. Okay, Wyron, you're up. Remember that you gotta okay, go around the I'm wall. Now that I'm playing with Warhammer figures and making laser sounds, we can play the game. <laughs> right, remember you can't make it, you can't go through the physical wall. You do have to go around. Lame. I'm sorry you can't walk through walls. I, I wish you could. <laughs> stupid monks and their stupid fast movement. Ugh, dumb class. Eight'll miss. The nine'll miss. The twenty-two will hit. He'll take the nine for it. There we go. Also, excuse right. me, David, who likes Paladin as their favorite class. I got some words for you. Fair enough. Those words are, you know, everybody enjoys different things, and you can have fun no matter what you play. Exactly, yeah. David. Have your right own up. opinion, nerd. I do. <laughs> that monks are bullshit. Keep it. Okay, Tina, you're up. What do you like to do? Yeah, learning from last time. <laughs> I'm gonna try to do my run and my dash to get close to them. Okay, you can scoop up your shield on the way. You know, baby. Alright. Florping noise as she pulls it out of the guy. So it'll be about 25 feet of movement. Another 15 will get you there. And then you're gonna dash for another four. That'll get you here. Okay. Hello! I'm gonna yell at him. Um, <laughs> can I can I do anything or is that all I can do now? No, you you moved 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that would be 120 feet of movement in one turn. Yeah. No, that was 80 feet of movement, so she still got her action left. I thought we Not just measured this out. I was going to ask them if they would be interested in a watchtower. Yeah, no, that is, <laughs> that is safe. Okay. Well, you said hello! I'm like, <laughs> I thought you were going to ask them <laughs> if they'd be interested in a watchtower. Uh, I, I'm picking up a drilling down now. Yep, yep you Pamphlet, can... Not buildings, yep. You can throw your, uh, your shield at them if you like. I would like to do that. Okay. Make your attack. Would you like to be reckless? I was just gonna ask: Are, are we counting this as a straight roll, or can I? Nope. You can see them very clearly. They're right in front of you. You are within half range. Oh, sorry, uh, close range. It's the perfect storm for uh, rolling with advantage. This. Yeah. Luckily, they have exactly <laughs> AC twelve, so you hit. Um, they take. Oh, it doesn't have your rage damage on it. Doesn't it? Let's see here. I, I couldn't figure out how to fix the... Well, how to build another shield to do the rage damage with it. So I have to do that manually, yeah. That's okay. Well, we'll count that in. Okay, throw it again. Bounces back to your hand easily enough. I knew your shits were evil. <laughs> oh my god. It's stuck in the wizard's stomach. The wizard wasn't evil. 
I mean, she threw it at him the first time, and it did bounce back. Oh, okay. Uh, yep, 25 hits, so 7 more points. He changed alignments halfway through dying. Had an epiphany at the very end! Oh! Deathbed repentance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, straight up. Just being like, I'm sorry for everything I did, please forgive me, Father! Oh! <laughs> Fuck you, go to heaven! <laughs> yeah. Alright, this guy's still standing, but he looks pretty fucked up. Alright. Uh, action, bonus action, move, shield throw. I think that's Tina's turn. Should be. Alright, Ganyan, what do you want to do, my man? Other than insulting them, yeah. So uh, many insults. Gonna go back over to Joshua and be like, Hey, you want some more healing? Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Okay. And then we'll do another Cure Wounds. You are my favorite paladin. Hooray. Yeah, Brayden. <laughs> okay, Joshua, it's your turn. All right, uh, I, I'm going to go around the corner. So is that guy fighting um, the monk, or is he running from the monk? He's running. I don't even know if I can even see Tina from where I'm at. At any rate, um, I will I will shoot that guy. Alright, shoot away. Gonna run to the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. Jesus oh, Christ. Uh, fuck him up. Holy oh, fuck, that's a lot of damage. All those, all those numbers. It's fun when crit rogues sneak attack and crit. Yeah, that'll be uh, 33... 39 damage? He only had 15 health left. Yeah, he's fucking dead! Just... Yeah, Wyron's fighting this guy. There's wax and fire and this badass monk shit going on and the dude's sprinting away and then just this fucking arrow through the back of the head, through the... explodes out the front. Just blood and viscera everywhere. The guy just crumples into a heap. Okay, I do have to pee really badly, so I'll be right back. Okay, so this is some dead air on the spot. We really need you to make some laser beam noise there, uh, Frank. Pew! No, you'll never defeat me. I've got mech armor and stuff. I'm a scary space marine. Pew, pew, pew! Oh, oh no, those pews have defeated me. I am a not so scary. You guys have played Warhammer before. Heresy. <laughs> that doesn't make me think you played it less. <laughs> Jeez, we're gonna have to get you some blood, you know, for the blood god. <laughs> Golly gee gosh, the blood god sure could use a bit more blood. Makes sense. I heard he ran out. Well, you can never really have enough blood if you're a blood god. It's kind of the trouble with it, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's also it's kind of nice for people who are buying you gifts because they always know what to get you for birthday, Christmas, Easter, whatever. Just some blood, you know, for the blood god. It's, it's what really, he does. 
It's a really personal gift, literally. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's uncreative, but that's all he wants. So, like, you could get him something different, but he's not going to like it as much as, you know, the blood. I'm back. Okay. We played Warhammer without you, nerd. Get owned. Okay. Moving on. Bogan, it's your turn. Alright, uh, Bogan's going to uh, run on down here. Uh, can you see those fellas from this angle? Look right here. Um, no, because actually, yes, because Tina's carrying a torch, presumably. Oh. Yeah, then he's gonna throw Stuck into the kill. top of my bun so I can carry it. <laughs> uh, chill and touch at that fella. Uh, we've decided to rename it Lich Slap because it is neither cold nor a touch spell. I do like that. Yeah, I'm gonna Lich Slap that bitch. All right, the Lich Slap connects. Ten necrotic damage to that fella. Sounds good. He's still standing, barely. He is hurt real. Okay. Hey there, fella. You can just you can just give up. That'd work too. I saw what you fucking do to your prisoners. I want nothing to do with it. You crazy fuck. You haven't done anything to prisoners. You're touching Jeremiah up. I saw what you did. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. If you. Yeah. Actually, I did that to him. How dare you try to give credit to him? No, I no you fucking him. murdered the shit out of him is what you did. He was feeling him up. I don't know which one's worth. Anyway, I want no part of it. Also, you're fucking beating the shit out of me. Stop it. He does make a good point there. It is now their turn, and they're going to move 75 feet. At this point, the map isn't really helping anymore. Um, it's more of an attraction at this point. Uh, so we'll, we'll just say that they move 75 feet away from you guys. Uh, this guy over here is gonna... say that Tina just slowly chases them down and murders them? Maybe. Maybe they're leading you guys somewhere. You don't know. Okay. Uh, so this guy is going to disengage and run away his... Uh, he's not. Oh, right, you murdered... I didn't mark him off. He's been... Face murdered he comes by Era. Life for two seconds and falls down. Yeah, just one of those death twitches where you think he's moving again, but just like more blood gushing out of his wound. I spend my entire action making sure he's dead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Very dead. The, the arrow was just so powerful that it pulled him another 20 feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's now like embedded in the wall, ragdolling really badly. <laughs> Some shitty G mod ragdoll physics. Very shitty. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're going to pursue them, because they're going 75 feet, that's their turn done. Um, Tina, I'm just going to reduce this to the two of you, because I don't think the rest of the party can really catch up to you at a meaningful rate. I can, I rate. Win. I can catch up. Okay, they're going 80, 75 feet, she's going 80 feet, so she's like 5 feet faster than them. I go 90, and yep. I've got a 120 Okay, but what I'm saying is that you're so far behind that it would take you, like, five or six turns to catch up. 90. And what I'm saying is that the map is not useful anymore. Let's send this into an abstraction. Let's go to Theater of Mind. Okay. What if I could use, um, 135 feet in a turn? Okay, so you're still only catching up 45 feet a turn. Oh, shit. Which is, which is, it's, it's significant, but again, what I'm saying is, the map right now is not useful. 
Let's go to a, let's go to theater of. As this pursuit is undergoing, Tina, you um, it is now your turn. Would you like to throw a shield at one of the, the fleeing individuals? I would. I really want to kill them before they can kill anybody on us. Okay. Make an attack with your shield with advantage. Yep, 24 will hit. 11 damage. Will, I believe, kill that last individual. So he, the shield connects with the back of his head, bounces off, back into your hand. The other guy, it'll take you another turn to catch up to him. Because he had a bit of a head. Okay. Why is my Senna dead? What the fuck? He's not. I'm putting you guys on an empty map so you can just draw whatever the hell you want without attacking. I think this was when we went to the fair and then Joshua was killing everybody with arrows and then I feel like someone like backstabbed him at the end and was like, I win! Hooray! Unless I'm Mr. I, I, I didn't kill nope, anybody. I just, I mildly bruised some ribs. Anyway. Moving on. Um... Okay, sounds good. That's your turn. Genian, is there anything you wanted to do while you guys are in the back? I guess you're, you're like, hopelessly behind. I am way back there, and it's dark, so I'm gonna light a torch. Okay, understandable. Okay, Josh is gonna move his 90 feet. I'm going to do that. Okay, go and real if fast. If I get a shot or line of sight, I will take it. Okay, as soon as, I as, soon as you get there, I'll let you know. Okay, Bogan? Uh, just chasing after so that uh, if stuff goes down like a bunch of reinforcements arrive I'm not too far behind sounds good okay it is now their turn he's gonna keep running uh, out of Tina's line of sight Wyron you're gonna guessing you're gonna move your 135 feet correct okay sounds good you are dead you're not in the initiative order Tina it is now your turn can I check my shield twice Okay, you're going to have to catch up to him. He's currently outside of your line of sight. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Um, like, regular or like against, like, something? Just a straight dexterity save. Yeah, you, uh, you are sprinting through this tunnel, and you have very... Very little warning as suddenly there's a hole beneath your feet and you react by instantly pole vaulting over, not pole vaulting, but instantly um, just leaping over it. You don't even take a moment to try to stop and your forward momentum carries you over it. You land on your feet and uh, continue sprinting down the tunnel. Uh, you do catch up to him. You are welcome to throw your shield at him. Roll an attack for me. You have full visibility. And you hear him going, shit, 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 shit. Okay. Can you yell back, hole in the ground, to my party. The 25 hits. 
He takes his six points of bludgeoning damage. The shield does not bounce back. It lands with uh. the... It lands on the floor next to him. Okay. Is he still running away and moving? Yep, he's still running for it. Okay. But he's too far for me to just grab him. He's, yeah, he's just barely out of your reach. Like, you, you just caught up, run past the other guy. He, this one's a little bit further ahead of you. Next turn, you'll be in melee with him. Alright, I'm going to chuck one of these sweet javelins I've never had to use before. And I've been packing around this whole fucking snow time. Okay. I'm going to, I'm trying to, if I can, uh, pin him so he can't keep running. Or, I'll, you know, I'll just shoot him right in the leg. No Alright. Sure, make an attack roll for me. I don't miss. These would still be with advantage from raging yeah. and recklessly. Oh, what? Yes, they would be. Oh. Yeah, roll it again. That <laughs> twenty hurts. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, I'll say with a nat twenty, definitely the tip of the spear connects with his foot, and he. Um, he, as he's like sprinting away, he just suddenly drops to a knee as you take out his foot from underneath him. Fuck shit! Fuck, fuck, fuck shit! As he stumbles to a halt, uh, his foot pinned to the floor. Okay, Josh, another 90 feet. I assume? Yep. Okay. Yep. Bogan, another 60 feet. Yep. Understood. It is now his turn. Uh, he is going to look around, panicking. Pick up the shield. Um. Oh no, you don't. And uh, try to shoot you with a hand crossbow. Oh, let's see what's he gonna do. Yeah, he's, he's realizing at this point he can't outrun you. He's gonna shoot you with the hand. Nope, nine out of twelve. They go wide as he is panicking and shaking in fear. He's d desperately holding this beautiful ruined shield uh, between you and himself. Um, like I said, visibly terrified of you. Okay. Uh, Wyron, I would say with 135 feet again, at the end of your turn, you've caught up. So you can use some bad words on him. Alright, Tina, it's your turn. I'm gonna catch up to him and get my shield back. Ugh. Make an athletics check with advantage. Because you are raging. Yeah, he actually rolled a 13, which is pretty decent. I was hopeful there for a moment. You wrench it out of his hands! Can I take a second to interrogate him? <laughs> Define interrogate. I'm gonna pick him up by the scruff of his shoulders and be like, What are you doing? Where are the people? Okay. Sure. Uh, so you're gonna try to grapple him. Make another athletic. Yep, 
Yep, another 16 will do it. Um, you, you reach down and grab him by the scruff and do exactly as you said. Um, he, he is terrified, wide-eyed, um, babbling incoherently, just very much afraid. Talk sense or you won't talk anymore. Make an intimidation check. With your strength mod, because you are physically intimidated. Oh. He, he... His mind is mush. He is too scared for anything. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's in shock. He's terrified. He's babbling incoherently. He is scared, pissing, and shitting himself. This is worst case scenario. Yeah, this is... Um... I'm sorry, Inigo. I didn't mean to jog him so hard. <laughs> he is incoherent. And uh, I think with that, it's probably safe to call combat conclusion. Okay, then I'm gonna, I don't know. Are we all regrouped then? It'll take you a few minutes, but yeah, everyone regroups pretty easily. Bogan is painfully out of breath. <gasps> You're quick. Even with the cure wounds running like that, not so cool with that many hit points gone. Tell me about it. I think we should take a rest. Yeah, let's head back to the... Uh... That's what we were trying to do. Probably head back to our bedrolls and such. Rather not sleep on the hard ground. Yeah, I want, I'd like to uh, start heading back and uh, take a quick look over the uh, wizard corpse as we get to it. Sure. Make an investigation check. Alrighty. Yeah, see if any of them have anything interesting. That'll be a 17 on the wizard. Sounds good. Uh, you find his spellcasting focus, which was uh, a component pouch that he had on him. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of the components in that pouch were like interesting, like underground variations of spell components that you would normally use. Like, for example, lightning doesn't really naturally occur underground. And so they they've used something else as like the twig for witch bolt and so on and so forth. Um, if that if that makes a little bit of sense, he does have, I want to say. <laughs> Um, a spell book on him with uh, this, the, a variety of spells that he has. Uh, it is written in a language that I don't believe you you don't know how to speak deep speech, right? All spell books are unique anyway, though. Yep, I know deep speech. Do you actually? Yep. Oh, shit. Then yes, you can definitely read the spell book, which if you want to take some time at your leisure, you're more than welcome to read. 
Yeah, I'll probably give a look over. I don't learn from spell books, but it'll be okay. neat to see. Uh, Sounds good. Okay. Um, and just looting the bodies in general. I mean, you find four short swords, three crossbows. One of them was broken. So three functioning cro uh, hand crossbows. You can add that to your character sheet. Um, you gather that they weren't heavily laden. Um, searching over anything appeared to be magical item on the wizard boat? Nope. Okay. Not a one. Make, you can make an arcana check if you want to check, but oh, sure. it doesn't look like... 22 arcana check. You're pretty confident he wasn't holding any magic items. He was the magic item. Well, now that we're back in camp, uh, that was a pretty eventful watch. I guess my watch is over. I'm going to go to sleep. No, you still got like 30 minutes left. <laughs> Bogan the stickler for the rules. I love it. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. I'm not great at those. Someone comes by, gives you the exact same speech you just gave Jeremiah about making jokes because you're too new to the party. <laughs> uh, well, that was that was rough. Uh, Tina brought back a souvenir. Should we question the souvenir? It is babbling incoherently. He's a little out of sorts. I think I scared him a little too much, but we're definitely going to ask him some questions after uh, we all feel a little bit better and give you some stitches, fuck. Oh, I know what we do. I know what we do. We tell him if he doesn't talk, we add his skull to that axe over there. Uh, you know, I'm starting to not be on board baby. with the baby skull axe theory. Yeah? you're starting to feel like the baby skull ox might not be a great idea? No, just like the ideas around... Yeah, yeah okay, never mind. I'm not talking about myself out of this one. Alright. Yeah, maybe it'll make more sense in the morning. Uh, say we just tie him up, I don't really... We don't want to do much more tonight. I'm tired, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's pretty sleepy time. Okay. Yeah. Who takes next watch? Yeah, I'm gonna stay awake and tying up this little guy, and I'll, I'll keep a watch, yeah. You already took a watch, you might wanna... So it'll, it'll be real tough for you if you take two, I reckon. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, Why aren't you, you up for a watch? Yeah, why don't we go for a watch? Okay. Anybody else? Or is he going to Lynn? I think he was actually the last one to take one. The last one that, that can, right? Because Josh, Bogan, Ganny, and Antina all took one already. Yeah, yeah, unless we sleep for another three hours or whatever. The gotcha. Alright, Wyron, make a perception check for me as everyone goes to sleep. Um, how are y'all keeping this dude contained? I want to take his boots so that he can't walk away without his boots uh, and okay. then also tie him up. Sounds good. Make a slight of hand check for me. I don't know why you rolled performance, dude. We're gonna hog tie him. <laughs> it's so good. He won't get away. 
Who's this new Uranus character? Josh watches you uh, try to figure out how to use the rope and the knots and says, Give me that. Ties him up. There you go. Easy peasy. Okay. Funny perception. Everything seems quiet. Except for the dude rocking back and forth. Clearly scared out of his fucking wits. About 30 minutes in, he calms down and is just frantically looking around. So I don't, sorry, I don't see anything, nothing out there? No, you're blind. <laughs> Motherfucker! Nope, all seems to be well. You don't hear anything oh. either. Probably before I go to, um, before I go to take my rest, I'm gonna go chat with our new, um, prisoner. Okay. He looks wild-eyed, incredibly uncomfortable, very unwell. Just, he's still bleeding from the... Like, I think the, the bleeding in his foot from the, the, the javelin has stopped. And the various other injuries you guys inflicted upon him seem to have uh, stopped hurting quite as profusely. Like, he looks beaten up, but not nothing life-endangering life yet. <laughs> Bless you. So, um, are you going to start telling us stuff? Or do you want me to get mean? What language are you speaking? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I will try and stay as intimidating as I can going through. Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Parlez-vous Français? Run me through your languages. Uh, primordial, common. What were the others? Celestial, common, elvish, giant, primordial. Nope, doesn't speak any of this. Sure he's not an angel? Come on. Mm, maybe. <laughs> if he were, <laughs> that would be How a fascinating plot twist. How about, since I can speak primordial, and there's water inside of him, I can speak with his body. That makes sense to me. Make a... sure. You can tell his body is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> make, a, make a performance check using your uh, constitution instead of your charisma. I would like to point out, there's no way whatever the fuck this is, is still intimidating. <laughs> No, not even a little bit. <laughs> there's, there's, As you interpretively dance to try and commune with his body. The water in his body. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled the wrong kind of monk. Those are called Way of the Four Elements. If you want to commune with water. <laughs> anyway, long story short, no, he doesn't understand what you're saying. He looks intimidated and scared of you, of all of you. He's fucking terrified. He's tied up, you know, got a bunch of fresh wounds. Probably a little concussed from the shield being chucked at his head. Uh, Have we finished our long rest, or is he doing this during his watch? He's doing this during his watch. Well, if then if I can't communicate with him, I'm just going to make sure that he can't go anywhere. Right. Or if he tries, then stop him. 
Yep. Just, like, rest near him and keep an eye on him. Yep. Well, yes, I understand what you're saying. Um, he seems docile enough and defeated, broken in spirit, if not him. Okay. Your watch ends. A long rest is had. Everybody wakes up. And, uh... Feel free to have uh, your morning, your your plan for the day. Pick out your spells, and uh, once you guys are done stratagemizing, we're probably gonna call it there for the night because it's almost nine thirty, and I think Brayden has to go home soon. It's nine oh one. Right. Yeah, quit rounding time. So what you're telling me is that you don't expect whatever happens next to take more than thirty. No, I'm saying if uh, if it's time to go, that's that's fine. I'm just saying that's a heck of a rounding. Right. It's okay. I'm giving you guys thirty minutes to strategize and a plan and to talk amongst yourselves because you don't seem to do so when we're not actively playing the game. But what I'm saying is we probably don't have any more time for an actual story beat to happen. Okay. So, I think we need to question the guy. He is asleep. He's passed out. Yeah, no rest for the wicked. I'm going to slap him in the face gently uh, to wake him up. Hey there, bud. Wakey, wakey. Uh, Does someone speak undercommon? Speak Dorvish? I don't know if that's the same. It's not the same language. They might speak Dwarvish. Give it a shot. Wakey, wakey, it's time for breakfast. <laughs> You're so mean. Good morning, clock. I thought someone said they uh, they spoke under common. I speak deep speech. It was what the uh, Dwarf's book was written in, but I don't know if... It's not really... It's, uh, it's a bit of a weird language. I don't know if it's really what the Dwarves all speak. But I'll try it on him. Hey there, fella. And you just hear weird squelchy noises. This is a very squelchy language. Eventually he does wake up. It, ta it takes you guys several tries. He, he looks up at the party, bleary-eyed, and suddenly realizes where he is and kind of scrambles away from you up against the wall where you've cornered him. He uh, doesn't respond to the deep speech, but he does uh, seem to understand Dwarvish. Now, you seem to value your life, and, uh, you know, all those other folks value theirs too, so why don't you tell us all about what's happening down here? Make a persuasion check. Solid roll. Roll the 18. Uh, 
He, uh... He looks around at the rest of you and goes, uh... Gonna have to be more specific than that. There's a lot going on around here. He speaks softly. You can almost sense the palpable aura of defeat in him. And, uh, I would say with some of the passive insights floating around in this party being pretty freaking high. A sense of guilt. So are you translating for him or just con uh, conversing with him? Absolutely translating. What is the um, the force the Jurigar who invaded the surface and took uh, several hundred slaves. What is happening with them? I'm gonna translate that back for him. He doesn't laugh so much as uh, scoffs at your exposition. He goes, no, 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 no. This, that wasn't an invasion. That was a scouting party. The invasion comes later. He looks, um, he looks around to the rest of you again, kind of taking you in, sizing you up, seeing who, who he can really talk to. And again, settles on Tina. They're taking the slaves back to the Sunblight Fortress to put them to work. Work them to the bone. And when they die, raise them from the dead to keep on working. Don't you have enough of your own dead down here? Clearly not. <laughs> Though I bet most of the fortress is built upon the bone and gristle of dead Dwargar and slaves alike. Again, it's... Yeah, I want to look around. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I just want to, like, know if any of y'all have anything you want to say to this guy. How many, uh, Jurgar are at the Sunblight Fortress? Oh. Thousands. Not all I of can... them are combatants, you understand. But... A lot. An army. The Underdark be emptying and making its way up here. Why? Why? To conquer it. Oh. Oh, there's no sunshine on the surface right now in the north. That's right. Clever man. That's, that's exactly... That's why Jeremiah didn't like the bright light. Oh, for God's sake. Normal dwarves don't have sensitivity. How many of you are? I, I 
ask basically all the same questions I asked Jeremiah just to see if there's any differences in uh, their description of the caravan or the party we're tracking. Um, his responses are very similar. It would seem that Jeremiah was under the pretext of the closer you stick to the truth, the easier it is to lie. Yeah, just thinks it's important to... No, absolutely, totally fair. Um, and he does say that, you know, all the important folk worth mentioning, Jeremiah was one of them. And you guys took him out, which was stroke of luck on your part and uh he fell to his own arrogance really he should have been more careful but all the better that you did anyway um he does tell you about the the standard bearer as well his name is Baranthias, and he he does carry uh the head the severed head of an illithid impaled upon a banner and it's he describes it to you a little in more detail. Like, you gather that Jeremiah was kind of playing stupid in a couple of the descriptions and being intentionally vague, and he tells you that there's um, almost like... Uh, imagine an eight-pointed star and mounted, made of, like, iron, and mounted in the middle of it is the head, and then the bottom... Four, sorry, the bottom one, two, three, four, five. The bottom five spikes along the star each have one of the tentacles from the the Illithid's head nailed to it. And he says that uh, he don't doesn't reckon he knows what it does, but it is well protected and Baron Thias is no slouch it is considered a position of honor to bear that banner and then he tells you of Sunblight let me get you his actual name Jeremiah 2 Sunblight <laughs> no his name is... No, not you. You. Nildar Sunblight. And he is the mounted Dwergar that you were told of. And that there's whispers that his steed is of demonic origins. How uh, how long you figure until your lot get to where they're going? I'm um, assuming it's that Sunblight Citadel. That's right. Last he saw them, they probably have another two good days of marching before they make. About another day in these tunnels. And then uh, they'll be out. They'll they'll be within sight of the citadel. All right. So I got this question for you. Uh, you ain't going back to your folk. I can't let you go and run ahead. 
don't think we could consciously uh, let you continue doing the type of thing you were doing. Uh, how do you, with that in mind, uh, what's your best case scenario here? What do you want to happen? Make a persuasion check. And uh, I'll say that you can use your wisdom instead of your charisma for this. Considering the fact that you're appealing more to empathy and understanding than you are to actually convincing somebody of something, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, that'll be a, a 19. Okay. He exhales, staring down at the ground. Base case scenario. You kill the Emperor. My family don't die in the happenstance and you free the fucking slaves. My survival ain't that important to me. And he describes to you um, another Dwergar and a trio of children. And uh, says, I'd prefer it if you were to do this me the small mercy if you're intent on killing me here in cold blood. Well, hot blood, let's be honest. But you spare my husband and my kids. Hmm. And again, especially with your incredible insight, there, Bogan, there is a tremendous sense of guilt rolling <laughs> off of this guy's shoulders. Like, yeah. Alright. Uh, not getting Tina to translate this bit, but uh, I don't, uh, I don't particularly... Uh, feel like we need to kill this person I'd rather uh, not do so we didn't have to but uh, yeah uh, he doesn't seem they don't seem to all be of a mind uh, so uh, if there's good in him I always feel like there's room for everyone on this earth, and I wouldn't want to have to kill him if truly he, he doesn't want to, you know, be a terrible person and enslave everyone we know and love and wreck everything and make it winter forever. No, that you don't, said, you don't get to, to repent when you're caught in the middle of murder, rape, and enslavement. That's, that's too late. You've gone down. No. You got a good point there. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could have a family and kids, but if your day job is murdering and sleeping, you're still a shitty person. Well, I don't know how it's done much else other places, but... Dugan's Hole, we usually have a trial for such people. Since we haven't killed this folk in the heat of battle, I'm thinking he deserves a trial. Uh, so I'm going to put my vote forward that we don't kill this fella. That's not 
That's not how a trial works. What do you mean? Granted, my 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 thought about how a trial works is mostly conjectural, but isn't the point of a trial to establish their guilt or innocence? Yeah, that would be the purpose. Yeah, to see if there's any extenuating circumstances, granting leniency and such. How many dead people did his scouting force leave on the surface and here? How do you extenuate that? Well, rightly no, I think that's probably the realm of lawyers and such. I ain't one of them, but seeing as we have, you know, captured this folk, it'd be wrong to kill him without giving him a chance to explain his actions and even determine what those actions were. There's no explanation possible. Believe me. I am well familiar with the guilt of murder. This man has it. Right, you're seeming to take a pretty hard edge for somebody who by his own admission, by his own standards, should be perished. I'm saying, when you're caught in the middle of doing the wrongdoing, it's too... You're, you're already... You're, it's not the same thing as repenting and trying to make amends. And if he would have come to us and been like, hey, I'm really sorry, kind of like what Jeremiah did, only actually doing it, sort of. Is what you're saying? The fact that we had to nearly kill him before he was like, oh, maybe this isn't a good thing I'm doing, maybe I'm on my side. What I'm saying is when you take someone prisoner, you are responsible for them. You don't just get to kill him willy-nilly. Well, we could just kill him willy-nilly. Or we could keep him alive as a prisoner we... so long as he helps us in a very meaningful way. Yeah, I'm not saying we couldn't physically kill him all willy-nilly. I'm just saying it would be morally reprehensible to kill somebody who you have captured. It's easier to kill them once they're captured. I don't know. I'm not the morals the here are getting away from me. <laughs> yeah, it's not the practicality of it. It's the morality of it. Why are <laughs> I was wondering if the paladin would have anything to say. I agree with Bogan and Joshua. Like, he's not forgiven for the shit he's done, but just, like, killing him here seems a little. Yeah, I ain't. Out, out of sorts. I ain't proposing that he's, uh, innocent or that he is, uh, in any way to be forgiven. I'm just saying we don't get to decide that right here, right now. Why not? I just don't feel comfortable wielding that kind of power. If you demand a man surrender or capture him or some such, you have a responsibility that you treat him properly and just murder and folk ain't, ain't right. If we killed him in battle, then that's a fight and that's self-defense. If we kill him now, that's murder. What would you have us do? March all the way back up to the surface to keep him prisoner? If we're going all the way back to the surface, I think we need to, at that point, call in the recruits to come down here and save him. No, I ain't recommending we well, go back. Yeah. I'm just saying we keep him prisoner and bring him along. Oh. Warren's gonna kneel down in front of them. Sorry, continue. 
Sorry, no, I'm just saying we don't get to kill this fella. While this whole thing's going on, um, and they're all arguing about it, why aren't we just gonna kneel down in front of him? Yep, he, he makes eye contact for a moment and then looks away. Tina, can you come here for a second? Can you ask him where he thinks he's going to go once? Well, if we choose to kill him. No, he's not going to go anywhere if we choose to kill him. What sort of gods do you believe in? Where, where are you going when you die? Tina's going to ask him. You're going to politely leave out the fact that we might kill him. He's going to furrow his brows and think for a few moments. He's kind of, um, he's kind of got a Fu Manchu going on. So like the, he's got like the center of his beard is shaved away and the rest of it's about like two inches thick. So he's been like, and like you can see the stubble starting to grow in back on his chin again. So you gather that this was probably a little more tidy and stylized before they went on this, uh, this journey. He, he strokes uh, his chin through the stubble. Goes, why to be... To be honest with you, man. I'm not... Not terribly religious person. Or people. We... We pay homage to Deep Dorma. She's her goddess. She's the one who... Who guided us when we were slaves. She's the one who saw fit to reward us for being strong and overthrowing our oppressors. Quite rightly, I... He kind of thinks for a second. I imagine we'd probably be going to, uh... Same place where Nildar's horse came from. Not horse, sorry. His steed came from. Place where the strong rule the weak and might makes right such as the way of our people he, he says this without much conviction you gather this is the kind of thing where it's like yeah that's what we're supposed to believe in this is you know it's like asking a, a medieval peasant about like Christianity and he's like well supposedly I'm going to heaven but eh, I don't actually know I'm not not a cleric. I don't know any of this stuff. And even he seems... I don't want to say uncertain, but unconvinced. That that is something he actually wants. I vote he lives. 
I think it's only fair that we all get second chances. I mean, I... Just look at me. That's all you guys have given me. So I think it's fair to just pass that on a little bit further. And he, he looks of two minds before he responds and said, not respond, sorry, but before saying something else to Tina and goes, didn't always worship her. Uh, Dwera, we used to be folk of La Dugue. A, uh, a god of the craft. A god of making and being proud of what you make and taking whatever you can for it. And, uh,. Our Emperor. Emperor Sunblight. He been getting visions and blessings from Deep Dwera. And he be telling us that we be worshipping her now. That she be our patron. Like, he seems to be like, oh, well, maybe if I offer you more information, it might skew your opinion slightly. Yeah, so here's what I propose. Uh, like I said, I don't think we can ethically straight up kill this man. Uh, I'm not saying he gets off or that he's not punished or not even that he's not going to be executed later, but... I also think we're in a pretty precarious situation and we need help. And he is in a position to offer it with his local knowledge of the city, of the uh, surrounding area, and of just Draugr, Draugr uh, culture in general. Uh, so I propose that we offer him a deal in which if he assists us, we will take him to the surface and he will stand trial in exchange for his help. Uh, we may speak on his behalf, but more importantly, we will get his family and get them out of, uh, this city. And they can be away from this, uh, situation that we can, again, doesn't seem like he's particularly fond of his culture and that maybe we could, uh, entice him that way. to extricate his family from the uh, thing. So, you know, their corpses aren't used to build monuments and such. 
That's the best I think we can do for a fellow like this. Doesn't seem like people much want to talk, so I'm going to ask you individually, Tina, how you feel about that. I don't know if it's fair in the grand scheme of things, but I'm not opposed to it. Good night. If we can get assistance in formulating a plan to, like, actually be able to survive this, then yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, wiring. It's only fair to me. And Josh. Um... I will go with the majority feelings on this matter. I appreciate that. All right, looks like we're agreed. Uh, Tina, would you communicate that offer to him? See if he'll accept it. So I'm going to offer him that he's going to help us really, really good. And we will not kill his family on purpose. We will get his family get him over there. out of the <laughs> conflict and make sure as best we can that they won't be uh, harmed in any way. Okay. And that he will stand trial Probably in Simone's court in the Ten Towns region. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll just repeat it as exactly as it was said. He nods his head. If there's any chance of doing some good in this world, making up for the mistakes my people have been making. And I'll help you. Hi, I'll guide you. Take you back to the city. And, uh. Hi. Just. If I ain't gonna make it, make sure you kill me yourselves quick and clean. kind of smile, half smiles and you can see some of his like slightly blackened teeth from consuming nothing but mushrooms for his whole life and you know creatures of the underdark we don't take kindly to traitors can I, can I have my shoes back oh yeah sorry just didn't want you running off yeah no Put that's fair front of him. <laughs> it's real clever. That's a clever solution to that. I'll keep the kind of pause and goes yeah, I won't keep that in mind and puts his boots back on. Yeah, hopefully you're not in a position to take prisoners. I hopefully will never have to again in my life, one way or another. 
And uh, yeah, puts his boots back on, laces them up, looks at you guys expectantly, like, alright, what's the plan? What are we doing? And uh, I think that that's probably a good place to call it for the night. Yeah. Unless anybody, right. unless anybody has anything else uh, urgent they'd like to accomplish real quick. Gonna take that overwhelming silence as a no. Thank you everybody for joining us for our second episode of uh, Dungeons and Dragons in the Icewind Dale. <sighs> Bit of a slower and quieter episode, but thank you nonetheless for joining us. And uh, we'll see you next time, hopefully next week. Good night, everybody. And all together now? Fuck, Fuck you, Craig. Craig. Yeah, Fuck Craig. Craig, you piece of shit. Hey guys, just wanted to let you all know that we're going to be taking a short break from Icewind Dale in order to let our creative juices flow and recoup some energy for the campaign. In the meanwhile, we are going to be going back and playing an older campaign of ours called Storm King's Thunder. This is a new cast of characters set in the same storyline following a fairly different adventure. We're going to be rejoining you with another recording, hopefully next week, and we're pretty excited. The tone of the campaign is tonally a little bit different, and it's hopefully going to be a little bit more lighthearted and fun than the relatively intense game we've had for the last couple of weeks. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.